Yo, 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 what's good people? It's your boy Bernie Bambi, aka Lil Bams. <laughs> <laughs> what to do, folks? Hi, it's, a, it's, it's just us. Um, <laughs> we in the studio today, baby. Reporting live. <laughs> we back, we back, we back. Ow. <laughs> Cannons. <laughs> like, you know, Nicki Minaj and Queen Radio. <laughs> She's like, pop. <laughs> what to do? Happy, happy to be back in the building. Mate, um, set re- up, took a minute. <laughs> reunited and it feels so good. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> oh, and this is the download show. It is, it is. Um, uh, Eid Mubarak to my Muslim people, them. Yes, sir. Uh, congrats. Hope you had a great time of reflection and everything. And yeah, hope you're ready to turn up. I know <laughs> some of my friends are like, okay, let's turn up. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw one yeah. guy literally on um, on Aid. I went for a walk and uh, I saw <laughs> this guy like dressed <laughs> dressed in full, like, you know, the full outfit and everything. <laughs> then he got in a car with his mate and just like lit up a cigarette and they sped off. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, it's like, let's go. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to kick off the show as we always do with our emerging artist. So have a listen to this. What you're telling me is so crazy. singer-songwriter Abby Coolibaly with her awesome single Long Nights and uh, yeah I was really feeling it uh, really loved her voice um, just like a perfect sounding R&B voice um, and I kind of love like the juxtaposition between her like really sweet voice and yet like the dark sort of matter of the song because it is just about like you know toxic love and that partner who's just a bit you know possessive bit gaslighty so she's just kind of like you know whoa what are you doing step back lower your voice like what are you doing here so really enjoyed um just how she explored that theme um really loved the the chorus and the simplicity of it and just like loved how she like labored on the point like 
Mate, this is long. <laughs> like, Ooh, it's been a long I? night. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, it's really. Giving Mark memory <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and then I was like pleasantly surprised when the rapping came in. Mm. I really wasn't expecting that. And um, the Irish accent as well. Yes. And yeah, I mean, you can, you can rap <laughs> anything to be in an Irish accent, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, well done to Abby. A really, really cool song. Yeah. What do you think, us? I simply enjoyed, um, yeah, very much the style of R&B um, I'm very into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, her voice came in really nice and cleanly on it. Um, I love the beat. Um, I just said, yeah, the, the rapping music from my, oh, and yeah, the accent mm-hmm. just... Does it, do, it does things it does mm-hmm. things um but no I, I i really enjoyed it yeah really was really excited about this one so shout out to the young lady um you know you could also <laughs> <laughs> you know if you have eyes uh, you know <laughs> yeah check out look she's a very cool girl she sings she's she skates cool she, she skates as well she skates <laughs> To stop simping over um, yeah. the people we um, but we haven't been able yeah. to confirm her age. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, hey, you know, cute. She's cute. Yeah. She's got braces and things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You do your thing. <laughs> so yeah, you can find her on Instagram. Uh, she is Abby Cooley Bally. Mm. Bailey. Bailey. Mm. Anyway, it's A B Y C O U L I B A L Y. So go check her out and show her some love. Yes, sir. Um, awesome. So now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment mm-hmm. where we discuss new tracks, stuff we're feeling, all that good music-ish. Mm. So um, I just had a few things I just wanted to mention this week. <clears throat> um, so the other day, uh, J. Cole dropped his most recent album, The mm-hmm. Off Season. Mm. Uh, did you listen to it? I did. I did, actually. What did you think about it? Uh, you know what? Mm. It wasn't bad. Mm. Um, I'm not massively into j cole mm. um the only space for a conscious rapper i have in my life is kendrick but um he's he's cool um the, it was you know cool join um i enjoyed the pacing of it and mm. it wasn't one two hour project so i really appreciated that <laughs> yeah um and i really loved um the starting track 95 south um mm. like i love the ending when it was like put your hood up yeah. put your hood up <laughs> like that yeah it got me hyped so um yeah i thought it was cool um i mean i know it's a little sparse but <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah what did you think um yeah so like i generally would say i'm a cole fan mm-hmm. although as a recent <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore Cole fans are really mm. embarrassing and <laughs> I am kind of embarrassed to be associated with them yeah. um, because this is what I'm like, you know, you just got to have a certain level of intelligence to yeah, appreciate yeah, J. Cole. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. nigga literally said last week, last year, like he doesn't read. Um, <laughs> relax. He's accessible, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's accessible. It's okay. Um, sorry, there was a side thing. There was a tweet that fucking killed me. Someone was just like, um, J. Cole raps about landlords and being biracial and I don't want to hear all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Which was petty, but um, <laughs> no, I feel like as of recent, I haven't really been vibing with mm-hmm. his stuff as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more into like old Cole, so like um, Forest Hill Drive, Born mm-hmm. Sinner, um, Cole mm-hmm. World Sideline Story. Mm-hmm. I think For Your Eyes Only, which was like 2016, was the mm-hmm. last Cole project that holistically I, I really enjoyed. enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Really KOD cool. was okay, but yeah, For Your Eyes Only, that was yeah, the last same. kind of solid yeah, yeah, yeah. 
project for me but yeah like mm. it was fine um i listened to it while um, i went skating and i listened to it and i was like <laughs> yeah like it's i said like yeah beat the um i uh yeah no when i was listening like i don't know if it was because i was just kind of whatever in mm. a bit of a weird mood that day but i was kind mm. of like this feels long and i know you said like it wasn't a two hour <laughs> thing but i was kind of like i feel like this could have been shorter but maybe right. just because like i wasn't as into the sound yeah. i was like i feel like this could have been mm. like maybe a 20 minute ep um <laughs> but you know fair, fair play um uh-huh. and ugh, i don't know i there was another tweet. I think it was um, Hannah on Twitter mm. just said that we bullied him um, into class solidarity by just telling him to read. Because it felt like a lot of, a decent bit of it was just him being like, I'm rich, fuck you, brokies on the internet, you can't chat yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. And at one point he just kind of goes off at the end and just talking about, you gotta let him know sometimes. Like, but, I was like, okay, nigga. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't dislike it, so... Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. like you can't take it. Like he's a very talented yeah, rapper, yeah, for sure, um, for sure. and uh, he's got a good flow. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, generally I enjoyed. Um, also, uh, Georgia Smith dropped the EP uh, mm-hmm. "Be Right Back," mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned "Addicted" in previous uh, episodes, um, mm-hmm. but I still really, really love that song. Mm-hmm. Also, great video. Um, also, uh, "Time" I enjoyed and "Digging." Mm. Um, Bust Down bus, um, featuring Shabo was mm. one of my faves on there. Also, the yeah. video for that was also really that was good. Cool. Mm. Yeah. And I just like, yeah, like what um, she was doing in terms of sound, like implementing a lot more kind of island kind of vibes. And I mm-hmm. think she was speaking, I don't know if that was like an auntie or a grandma or something she <laughs> yeah, was speaking yeah. to on one of the tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, it was a cute little, cute little project. Mm. I was into it. Mm. Um, yeah. No? What did you think? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, I, I really liked Gone. I thought that was a really pretty track. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, Gone's a good one too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it hasn't, if I'm completely honest, it hasn't got me super excited for her sophomore album. Mm. Um, but then, you know, this is the thing, like, George Smith is like a very chill artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, she experiments with different sounds, but she does like always come back to like, look, I'm just a chill artist, okay? Like, yeah. I'm not one of yeah. these, you know good time like party party r&b <laughs> girls like literally I, 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 <laughs> like, I can see that she just wants to make like you know real music out. Mm. Oh, i can imagine her like saying that you know yeah um so, <laughs> <no shade. laughs> so, um yeah i don't know it it's it was fine it was yeah. fine yeah and i i, oh, I really want to see i want to find the one second the guardian (laughs) you and the guardian man (laughs) but they put out a um a review Mm -hmm. and i feel like it kind of sums up um i think so yeah by the way we're recording in the midst of a literal storm bruh today has been hellish yeah literally so there may be some you know (laughs) pathetic fallacy going on um yeah, The Guardian were a bit shady. They gave her three stars mm. and they said, Georgia Smith, keeping the same flame burning. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. That is shady. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of warm into that kind of description of it personally. But, you know, there was some new things in there. Like you said, mm. Bust Down, she was exploring yeah. more of like an island kind of sound. Mm. So, you know what? I'm here for it. And I'll, you know, next thing she drops, I'll listen to it and see, yeah. see how I feel about it. But yeah, Gone, I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfectly fine project uh, and then last big things um, so, uh, I can't lie I haven't listened to it uh, Nikki's um, the mixtape 
um, Beat Me Up Scotty. I haven't. Um, but it's a re-release, right? It's mostly her old stuff. There's a yeah, few yeah, new yeah. songs on there, mm. I think, with Drake and Wayne. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's mostly old I stuff. I listened to that one. Um, mm. Didn't like it, really. Really? <laughs> no, no. I wonder how many uh, Barb's listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it wasn't her sharpest material. Mm. Um, but... Itty Bitty Piggy is one of mm-hmm. my favorites. Mm-hmm. I did listen Nikki, to that. Nikki Cheese. Yeah. I fucking love that song. Like, I think that was one of the first songs that, because I think I was introduced to her by Bedrock. Yeah. And, you know, Same-sies. and I was like, okay, this is cute. Um, and then, yeah, Itty Bitty Piggy came and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm a bob. I'm a bob. <laughs> like, absolutely no, you know, no two ways about it. So, uh, just for, you know, Itty Bitty Piggy alone and, you know, things like Monster, Her Verse mm, and Monster, mm, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like for f- things like that alone, mm-hmm. I will always go and check out a Nicki Minaj project and mm. see what's happening. Um, so, yeah, I didn't love... To be honest, I actually haven't listened to the Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape. So I will, you know, take time to listen to that. But that first track with uh, Drake and Lil Wayne, I wasn't really feeling it. Nah. Fair. Mm. Yeah, I didn't listen to any of it. Mm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let the Bobs have their fun. You guys enjoy it. I think they got it to the top of something. Um, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. I, I, I say sometimes, like, low-key, I would mm. love to be a Bob because they just seem to have so much fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I yeah. that she's she's a complicated one, that lady. Mm. Um, but mm. yeah, we cannot deny her impact mm. on the game. Um, mm, absolutely. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, all on to her. And then last thing, um, T-Pain and Kehlani uh, dropped the song. I like that, mm. which I enjoyed. It was fun. Mm. Um, mm. I enjoy T-Pain. Um, obviously, I enjoy Kehlani. So, yeah, no, yeah. I also recommend. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm convinced that that collaboration only had came to fruition. Because he checked his DMs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, this nigga old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you just tell them the, the story uh, so regarding that? Basically, like, T-Pain put out this TikTok where he's like, yo, guys, I have just discovered <laughs> <laughs> the, like, Instagram message request feature oh on Instagram. Like he was, I can't remember what word he was using, but the way he was describing it, it was like, this is so beyond you. And um, yeah, basically he just realized that he has like hundreds upon hundreds of Instagram messages from people just like, yo, let's collab. Mm-hmm. And like big people, yeah. verified accounts. Yeah, like, big names. And he's just been airing them. So I think he's slowly, you know, working his way yeah. through. Like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Maybe I he's heard, in 2019 now. Yeah, exactly. I heard it's going to be his summer from those DMs alone. So yeah, keep your eye on T-Pain. Yeah, no, T-Pain's a legend. And yeah. I feel like we, de- yeah. we need to put respect on him because oh, he's- Oh, for sure such an impact oh yeah 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 mm. well no um yeah that's that's all i had mm-hmm. um you got anything you want to nah. no <laughs> but oh i will just say last thing yeah. um i was listening to uh destiny fulfilled the other day um <laughs> fantastic album mate wait is that the comeback album is it the one with losing my breath i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. that's the comeback album yeah because they stopped for a bit beyonce did her own thing kelly did her own thing michelle did her own thing and then they came back and yeah, there it is. I mate, just yeah. looking at the cover, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that so one. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I used to see yeah, 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 the yeah. cover. Oh. It's so oh, they look and yeah, go- they're gorgeous. And beautiful. the artwork in that cover is amazing mm. as well. I remember like 
just looking at them and like, I remember just being like, Michelle, you're so beautiful. I love right? your eye makeup. Yes. <laughs> and her eyebrows are really good in this yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, love no. <laughs> they, they can be on too, but... <laughs> they do. Like, they do they're all the same shade, which, uh, you know? Alrighty then. <laughs> Fair play, Matthew. Um, but no, I was listening the other day and um, I just got flashbacks to like being a kid and listening to it mm-hmm. and like knowing all the words to soldier. And like, yep. when the like, I was like, I know some soldiers in here. Where they at? <laughs> just like oh 10 gosh. year old or how yeah. the fuck I old, old me like where they at where they at um, and also just like Cater to You which oh, a beautiful song beautiful I sing it from my heart every time and like I cannot lie it does activate the pick me in oh, me cause I'm just like mate. I too, bro, no. I too want to tie niggas do rag. I do, I do, I do. Loki, and small, small. can we talk about how Michelle bored Yes, that, yes. That is yes. my favorite verse. Yes. And it's the least um, pick me as well. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. But mate, she bodied Ooh, that. She did. You're weak. Mate, yeah, mate, yeah, mate, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll throw some songs yeah, on there yeah. on, on download. And as well, like, you know, she also got the same amount of time as well. It wasn't one quick, like, yeah. two bar <laughs> verse as well. They're like, you know what, Michelle? You're doing bits. You could have the full oh 16 gosh. bars. Stop. And yeah. This is what Michelle was capable of. You, know? you slept on my girl, Michelle. Hey, listen, I was listening to Lose My Breath and I was just getting flashbacks to um, Beachella when Michelle started crip walking and stuff. <laughs> like, Michelle's a buyer, don't play with her. If you can't make me see. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Lose My Breath was my shit. I, I love you, that when song. I used to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, we used to go off in the private yeah. school. <laughs> in the playground, yes. in the playground. <laughs> Mate, nah, lose my breath. Oh, okay, yeah, download playlists. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's all for. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, that's all for this week. So okay. um, we'll we'll move on. All right. So now we're gonna jump into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment where we discuss trash, uh, celebrity shenanigans, mm. TL drama. Mm. Um, all that good uh, nigger shit. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> can't lie. Mm-hmm. That's about like a good 90, 80 to 90% of this I couldn't give less of a shit about, <laughs> but we're gonna, you know, entertainment podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so JLo and Ben Affleck are rumored to be back together. Mate, um, mate that is yeah. hilarious. Um, <laughs> she she's fast. really like, gone on TV and dragged that man. Mm, she dragged should. his colourful ass tattoos. <laughs> like <laughs> she's yeah, yeah. So, you know. Okay. Go on, JLo. Hot girl summer. Yeah, do your thing, do your thing. I swear Alex Rodriguez did he only just move out like the other day and she's already Wait, what's going on? So who was he doing? A Rod and A-Rod? JLo. Who's A Rod anyway? Alex Alex Rodriguez, who JLo's been with for like a hot really? minute. Alex Rodriguez. I A-Rod, to, he plays like I baseball, I swear. What do you A-Rod. mean? I don't know him. She was engaged. Um, I swear they literally broke up like... I mean, like I can't keep track. The last I mean, man I, don't, I, don't I knew she was dating was Drake. <laughs> After that, I um, I haven't really been keeping track. Yeah, to be fair, I don't follow yeah. Jennifer Lopez like that. Mm. But, you know, the, the timeline was having fun. Mark Antony. Yes. 
P Diddy. That those yeah. are the oh, ones. Oh yeah, I we're know. going way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a, a newer guy, but yeah, I think they broke up okay. quite recently. Um, mm. so yeah, uh, good for have fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, this I just saw this today. Uh, Ariana Grande got married this weekend. No, she did. She did. She did. Oh, congrats. Bless. I hope right. the sleeves on that dress were popping. The train, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm just imagining it all the same. Oh. Like, <laughs> just imagining, like, he's just like, you know, when children wear like adult clothes and the sleeves are just like, yeah. <laughs> right, when he's like having oh to put God. the ring on his finger, like, <laughs> roll, yo, just, so just my second, <laughs> roll it up. Oh my God. Oh my God, guys. Uh. Oh my God, I totally love you. Like, Oh my gosh. Oh, God bless. Uh, but yeah, not cute. Uh, good, good for her. For her. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. She's I'm happy. sure it was very cute. Yeah. Mm. Apparently it was like a small intimate wedding, like mm-hmm. less than 20 people. Cute. Um, yeah. I know nothing mm. about this guy. Mm. And maybe that's for the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> blessings, uh, blessings and ting to mm-hmm. uh, Miss Ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Drake is apparently being named, uh, or he has been named Billboard's mm. Artist of the Decade. Okay, um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, which, yeah. Mm. yeah, fair. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's done bits. He's not, you, you can't know? deny it. As I said, yeah. I'm not a Drake stan, but you can't, <laughs> you can't deny it, even yeah. though she does like a 20 minute tribute to him, but you can't deny <laughs> <laughs> the impact he's had on the game. So yeah, um, yeah no respect. Like number ones are plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just a bit of a cultural giant. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hear that. I yeah, bi- yeah. Billboard. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but also on Drake, there. Oh, again, I don't know the complete ins and outs, nor do I really care. But apparently, mm. there's this chick called oh, what's her name? Um, I think it's like Naomi something. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it, Sharon? Naomi Sharon, who's mm. like a a singer um so this guy called yeah. uh so one fun thing about this show is that it opens me up to so many different quote-unquote news outlets that i've never right. heard of so this is from hip-hop dx um <laughs> what is the dx i don't for? know no disrespect to hip-hop dx or whoever writes for them but um you know uh, good stuff right. uh so this guy called um jamie sun mm. uh said on instagram um that drake basically fucked up his engagement to naomi um and claimed that the world star called his holland bread oh my god mm? holland bread fiance <laughs> That's such weird what? wording. Holland bread. So I guess she's Dutch. Right, um, okay. I mean, she's she looks like a standard beige R&B girl. Um, <laughs> Holland bread fiance to offer her a record deal, then flew the couple for, or for three. Yeah, no. This is a typo. See, Bruh, this is why we don't be good. Hip hop DX, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't be coming to you. So, okay. So basically, long story short, he wrote this whole, because I saw it on the TL. He wrote this whole post saying that, um, basically uh drake like fucked it up fucked up their engagement and stuff and i can't remember if he said drake actually like tried to get with her or um 
yeah, it's all very cryptic. So mm-hmm. we, I don't actually know if Drake did sleep with her, but mm-hmm. it's kind of being insinuated. Um, yeah, he's being called a homewrecker, so that's mm-hmm. kind of what he's insinuating. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this chick, <laughs> this chick goes on Instagram to mm-hmm. do a cursive version of Confessions, which <laughs> killed me. Literally, it was avocados and bananas <laughs> on steroids, and I lived. Um, I mean, bitch, yeah. sing. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. got a cute voice. She's pretty but, as well. She looks yeah. like Drake's type, so... <laughs> but I don't you know? know what bag she thought she was going to secure <laughs> off of this. <laughs> like, no one's going to take your career seriously after that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd never... <clears throat> I've, I've only just heard of this chick. Naomi mm. Sharon. Um, mm. They had an eight-year relationship, though. Oh, <laughs> peak. All it took was... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that that that's about yeah. it. Oh, but also, um, uh, hip hop DX. I'm sorry for coming for hip hop DX, but they no. also said, um, this includes, uh, sorry, uh, Drake's history of encountering beef against other men about women dates back ten years. <laughs> this includes Drake's brief rap battle with Common, stemming from their romantic ties to tennis star Serena Williams in 2011. Drake's physical altercation with Chris Brown after arguing about Rihanna at a New York yep. City nightclub mm-hmm. one year later. Yep. Drake and Tiger sparring on social media about Tiger's former girlfriend, um, Black China, <laughs> in 2014. Kanye West vitriol aimed at Drake for following his soon-to-be ex-wife Kim Kardashian on Instagram <laughs> in 2018. Uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah, Drake been... Like, I mean, staring pots. Yeah, yeah, he does, he does. He does like a take on woman. Um <clears throat> Yeah. He does like a take. <laughs> he does. He does. How's that? Uh, so fun. So Jackie, I didn't read the whole thing because the Telegraph have a paywall and I don't care that yeah, much to... Yeah. yeah. They're not. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> they're like two magazines I pay yeah. for and the Telegraph is not making the cut. No um, But no, she did this whole, she did this like little interview thing mm. and um, just little things I saw. Like she's, she was dubbed the patron saint of women who are having absolutely none of your nonsense. Um, and at one point, she was more Googled than Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, and then on her dream job, she said, I'd like to be Judge Judy. She says, none of this mediation stuff I've been doing for 23 years, just plain arbitration. You're right, you're wrong. Moving on. And you know what I thought of? Yeah. I remember when... Actually, I'm going to pull up the message. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I texted you about um, Jackie Weaver being a Tory. Yeah. And you said something that absolutely killed me. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is it? Bear with... Talk about <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to scroll back in the, in the conversation. Uh, wait, Tory. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um... I need to take that nigga. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm take you on my sexual <laughs> <laughs> You know what's actually funny? Because you, like, whispered it, but that's actually how she does it. <laughs> She's, like, semi-conscious. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, I found it. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was when after we found out that um, Jackie Weaver was a Tory, and I sent it to you, mm-hmm. and then um, you were like, "Pa ha ha!" After we sent, <laughs> we spent the whole episode um, dumping after her, dumping, simping after, simping, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, simping over her. To be fair, she did actually have Tory vibes. Now I think about it, <laughs> the stony responses in the face of impassioned cries for justice. It's true. It's- <laughs> I <It's> scream. <laughs> actually true they're like come on wait your dignity and she just like 
archaic. <laughs> oh my god! <coughs> and it's really hard to be looking at you. It's Jeremy true. Corbyn will be crying in the House of Commons, and I'll just be like. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> big boobs, chow. Anyway, so uh, on not giving kids food. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> if you um, subscribe to the Telegraph, feel free to read the article um, <laughs> and let me know how it was. Yeah. Uh, what else today? Oh yeah, on articles. Um, <laughs> people will actually like quite people quite annoying about this. Um, okay. I didn't take it seriously. Mm. So like the Guardian had this, and it was really short. It was maybe like five to eight paragraphs this mm. um and the, the, the headline was Gre- gwyneth paltrow broke down and ate bread during quarantine <laughs> how did you surprise yourself <laughs> and then people were like oh well my granddad died during the pandemic but um i'm so sorry for and like, i mean yeah obviously i get it yeah we all had like it was a shit year yeah, for a lot yeah, of us yeah, i get yeah, it but let yeah. us laugh it was funny <laughs> and like they it's clearly Gwyn. weren't saying oh this is the most important thing that's happening in the yeah. pandemic. <laughs> I, if anything i feel like they're obviously like you know they're taking the piss if you read the article like they're taking the piss yeah big time so like yeah, I don't think, yeah, people like, come on, it's satire, read between the lines, people. Um, but fucking hell, like, really, that woman is so ridiculous. She's just... So unrelatable. She's such a grifter. <laughs> I love her. I honestly, I was talking to my friend about it, but like, I think I've decided I low-key love her because I just respect her ability to market and sell this, like, bullshit yeah and yeah, do it yeah. so because well. goop is worth a lot of money yeah and yeah, she's yeah. making money of yeah. all this ridiculous shit she's yeah. doing so i low-key respect it yeah um and she hasn't said anything particularly problematic nah, that i know of so nah. like i mean yeah, yeah not do your white woman shit yeah, yeah. rose quartz up yeah was she, yeah she was wasn't she yeah yeah and then like the yeah. the yoni yoni the one of the my friend got me one of those eggs you're supposed to put in your vag yeah right there are, some, there are certain things I'm like, I'm too African for this. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. I'm liberal. I'm, you know, but there are certain yeah, things yeah, like, yeah. ah, me. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm not going to put crystal in my... Ah, for what? For why? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's been in my wardrobe for the past like three years. I just, I don't want to throw it away because right. you got it as a gift. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Mm. But no, she said in the article, she was like, um, mm. Uh, see, I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim. So mm-hmm. in the latest celebrity attempt to prove mm. they had it just as hard as normal people in the pandemic, Gwyneth Archer has admitted she was driven to, driven to extremes during quarantine. Things got dark. She admitted to drinking She admitted to drinking as many as two cocktails a night during lockdown. <laughs> Quinoa-based whiskey cocktails, of course, and even sometimes eating bread and pasta. Shock, horror. If I were her, I might be more concerned about buying an $8,600 hiking necklace as part of my detox program or creating a candle that smells like an orgasm. But hey, maybe sanity is all relative. Just like suffering. My lowest point this pandemic was when at the end of my tether, I yelled, I'm the alpha, my four month old puppy, proving to us both I clearly wasn't. Or maybe the time I thought I could get him to stop humping me by doing it right back at him. Spoiler alert, doesn't work. So like, it was obviously banter and stuff. But no, people were probably like, I think uh, everyone's just pissed. <laughs> I yeah. mean, rightfully so, but... Um, yep, fair enough. <laughs> I giggled. But, you know, come on. <clears throat> on. <laughs> um, on white women, um, Ellen's show is being cancelled. Yeah, um, yeah. Despite what she wants us to believe. <laughs> yeah, it's not challenging anymore, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that woman. Yeah. See, my... I've, I've, I've been a bit, like, not loving Ellen because... Yeah, you know, like everyone has said, she has, like, made her whole image being, like, I am a kind person. I'm mm. a good person. Mm-hmm. But so many times when she is 
it's not challenging. What are you talking about? You get challenged all the time. The issue is you don't rise to the challenge. When you mm. um, put up that photoshopped mm. picture of you hitching a oh. ride off of Usain Bolt's yeah, bike and that. we told you that wasn't cute, you then got him to be like, well, my black friends, this is okay. And I thought, matter of fact, I'm a lesbian. And not just now, but when it was actually really hard. So... <laughs> okay, Ellen. <laughs> so I can't do bad things. And like, yeah, you have you don't want to grow. When Dakota Johnson was... I was about to say, <laughs> may any... She could Dakota see... Dakota Johnson. May, she, may. That's not true, Ellen. I love her. I love real her. Real eyes, real lies, real, <laughs> real lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, man. <coughs> I'm imagining Dakota Johnson in like a, one of those hotel hats. <laughs> like the laser eyes. <laughs> and I just love her because she did keep it cute. She still mm-hmm. kept it smiley, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But she was like, well, nah, I, I did invite you. You didn't come, remember? <laughs> Don't try and gaslight me, sweetie. <laughs> and this is the thing. And she was like, she's brave for that. Because really, you know, the freaking audience in Ellen's thing, like they're mm-hmm. full of sycophants who are just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, Ellen, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. So for her to be like, well, actually, I'm going to call you out. And even, it was so awkward. Even the audience would be like, oh, oh damn. Yeah. Ellen, you really do it like that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I, I loved the the calls for um, Dakota to head up her. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Preparations. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I respect Ellen. Obviously, I understand. Like, yeah. back in the day, it yeah. was a massive deal and mm, she was mm-hmm, one of the like mm-hmm. super hyper visible lesbians and everything and she mm-hmm. went through her shit and I mm. I respect that at the same time she is like queen white gay TM mm. um mm. and I just will never forget her like hanging out with George W. Bush and being like <laughs> you know we're just yeah. pals and you know yeah. like yeah and obviously like obviously all the stuff about the toxic work, work culture and the bullying <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. stuff that happens <laughs> yeah. like don't forget yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> like the main crux of how she got yeah, taken yeah, down yeah. <laughs> uh, so mm. yeah I mean she's still rich as fuck mm. she's gonna be absolutely fine so and one last thing mm. I really hate how and that's clearly what you should do with Dakota Johnson mm. she gets people on her show who she actually despises <laughs> and then just spends the whole like interview just like ribbing them and low-key making fun of them that woman does not like Nicki Minaj. I don't care what you say. She doesn't like her. The, the way she questions her, I can see it. It's this very, very subtle, passive-aggressive thing that she's got that she hides behind comedy. But actually, she's just being a bit, bit, you know, shady. Same with the Kardashians. She can't stand a single one of them. But she has them on every week. Does so she? she has them on often. She has them on often. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you know what? Look, you had a good run. Um, but yeah, time to hang up. Hang up the beats. <laughs> Hang up the docks. <laughs> no lesbian pun intended. On, on my part, anyway. I can't Fully speak for Fully intended on my part. Fully intended on my part. <laughs> oh, the um, generous queen. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you know... Uh, mm. God bless. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen? The, oh yeah, I sent you the pictures. Uh, JT and Lil Uzi uh, on. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you, Arena Hom? Is that what you say? Om. Om. I don't know. Is it H O M M E? Yeah, it's French. Om. Yeah. Om. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. They had this shoot. It was. He's definitely standing on a box. Nigga is standing on two boxes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a sizable. It's uh, you know, it's. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, you women are damn bad, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bruh. <laughs> after... Don't lock me in with this mess. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. After he said about yeah. May Fast, you tongue kiss me yeah. alive, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet, <laughs> JT. I do too much. I do too much. <laughs> you right. I do oh too God. much. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and now for her to literally be standing there below him, <sighs> literally like rubbing him adoringly. I'll add to the recommended the reading. Physicaz- the physicality of it is just, it's, I'm not enjoying it <laughs> at all. It's, um, yeah, that diamond, they must Photoshop oh, it because I feel mate, like it does not nah, look that I'm sorry, clean. that diamond, like, where is the, like, crusted blood on it? Where's the yeah, oozy? Yeah, they've, they've definitely done, they've touched this up. Yeah, it needs to look more oozy. <laughs> <laughs> literally Look that just you. came to me now <laughs> ew well that's very good oh that's very oh, good I'll give you, you that thank you <laughs> see good show man um yeah uh, I have nothing I honestly have nothing um yeah fair yeah uh okay on since we're on women being down bad I uh-huh. so you you haven't watched Blue Therapy have you I didn't watch it no <laughs> okay, I f- okay. I feel like there's not really like spoilers mm-hmm. I could give, mm-hmm. um, but I just want to because I had a lot of thoughts on watching this. Mm-hmm. My first thought was Paul. I fucking hate this guy. He's let me show you a picture. He literally yeah. looks like a standard Tyler Perry villain, <laughs> and I wanted to fucking smack that stupid bald head of his. Um, hang on, Paul Blue Therapy. But this, so basically, like, do you know the concept um, of the show? I mean, uh, I know it's on the same, like, channel as Backchat. Yeah. And is it just basically couples going to... Couples therapy. therapy. Couples yeah. therapy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So this is, yeah. this is Paul. Black couples, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish they got a black therapist. That would have been nice, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But she was a nice white lady. Um, how how did she do? Anyway, you know, maybe she does well. You, you tell me. How, how is it? Um, she was... I mean, I personally have never... Actually, not to lie. I had one white therapist for like three weeks. But I've, all my therapists have been black women, um, purposely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, she she tried. And to be fair, like, she was probably the most reasonable one out of everyone. Okay. Oh. I, I, I would hope so. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most calm. So, oh, okay, where do I even begin? Yeah. Um, so just this whole thing is just like straight black Twitter, black yeah. UK Twitter on yeah. steroids. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's start with Chima and Paul. Chima, mm. I actually like, I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she she was the one who reached out um, for them to do the therapy. Um, she just wanted to know, you know, be open and kind yeah. of say how she was feeling and everything. Mm-hmm. And she feels like Paul kind of shuts her down a lot. Mm. So they've been together for, I think, three years. Um, they've recently moved in together and she was like, she noticed the shift when they moved in together and he was just getting on her skin more. And he, ugh, he was a bit, ugh, how do I even, ugh, he was being just weird about like what he does so basically mm. he does a whole bunch of things so he does like social media kind of yeah. management stuff he does like fitness stuff he does kind of maybe techie stuff mm-hmm. so he's one of those you know multiple streams of income guys yeah. you know wearing his shiny suit and whatever <laughs> and he was just so like combative and closed off mm. and just like just Aggie, like for yeah. no reason. And you, it was clear that he got dragged there by his <laughs> by his feet. He just kept reiterating, mm. like, this is just a waste of time. Literally, was like, I calculated it. I did the calculations. It's a waste of time. We shouldn't even be here. Like, <laughs> I don't know why she brought me here. Like, obviously, it's so, so embarrassing. Like, everyone's going to see dirt. So, um, <laughs> one thing that did kill me, obviously, the therapist is like some, like, 
40, 50 something year old white woman, mm-hmm. her saying like chasing the bag was killing me <laughs> because Chima at one point, because they were just kind of like, you know, you're, you're always like getting at me, but like I'm out chasing a bag and you know, providing, making a living. And yeah. you know, you know me, like when you met me, like I was chasing the bag. And, like, the, the, and, it was, and she's like, I know you're chasing a bag, but like in doing that, you're not paying attention to me as a girlfriend and giving me what I need. And um, so yeah, so there was that. Um, what else was there? Um, yeah, at one point, Again, like, this is therapy. So, of course, she's just going to ask, like, normal questions. So, yeah. she asked Paul, like, you know, what do you do? Yeah. And then he was just kind of like, why, why, why are you asking <laughs> these questions? <laughs> Don't watch that. Literally, it's like, see, why is she asking, like, personal questions like that? Like, what's it got to do with our relationship? No, no, no. And then in the, Crook. they have, like, what do you say? Crook. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving me, it's giving me fraud. It's giving me four on one. Um, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it's four one nine. Four one nine. Yeah, my bad. See, I'm so beyond the. Don't. There you go. Uh, my bad. Misspoke. Um, yeah, no. She and then on the they have like a kind of background thing where they're just kind of talking to the camera, and yeah. he's like, "You see, my problem with like this Denise lady is she's asking lots of invasive questions. Like, what do I do? I make a lot of money, <sighs> and I was just. And then at one point, he asked the therapist how mm. he thought how she thought she was doing in her job <laughs> of being the therapist. He was like, Denise, let me ask you, how do you think you're doing right now? <laughs> like, like how would you rate your performance? And you're like, what are your qualifications oh for this? Days. And like, you know. He was just doing the most. I could tell Chamber was so embarrassed and she kept being mm. like, I'm sorry for him. Like, and at one point he walked out. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh my God, I the more this guy spoke, the more I was like, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> at one point they were like, um, you know, oh, he was like, Oh, you know, you you also changed, like, you know, back when I met you, like, you used to like burn a boy and now you like whiskey. And <laughs> I was like, What? Wait, <laughs> in the kid has grown as well. Yeah, right? I was like, What in the love, love and hip hop UK is going on? <laughs> Literally, I was just like, This is destroying my brain cells as I mm. listen. Mm. So they're the first couple. And then the other couple is um, Deborah and Jamel. Mm. Um, in this case, I feel like she was moving more mad than he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, I can't remember how long they've been together, but she's like 24, he's 27. It's her first relationship and stuff. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And <laughs> she, like her whole thing is like, you know, she wants a man to be, and I'll get back to this. She wants her man, you know, to be a provider and, you know, bring him <laughs> the money, but also like, be there as like you know a man and like mm. give her attention and take her to Hakkasan and sexy fish and like buy her you know Gucci and yeah. you know she wants handbags she wants shoes um, <laughs> and his deal is just kind of like you know I'm I'm looking towards the future like I'm trying to buy a house like mm. I'm saving etc etc um, <laughs> okay so there's levels so mm-hmm. there was one where uh, she was talking about Jamal and the fact that you know he's like communicate like he's always late and like he sometimes he takes ages to text her back mm-hmm. and like his social media activity she was like have you heard of this new app called clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> and i paused at that point to scream and then he was like yeah he's always he's always on clubhouse like duh, duh, he's always and you're not just watching you're like always on stage speaking i'm like why does everyone need to hear you speak Jamel? what do you have to say and he was like oh you know clubhouse it's just kind of I, I think of it like a podcast you know i just have it on the background it's like there'll be times where like i'll call him on the phone and then he's got like clubhouse on in the oh my god and i was i was dying um and then uh what else was there uh yeah she was like you know um she wants to go to sexy fish in hakasan and (laughs) what'd you say she's like he keeps using buying a house as an excuse as to why he can't (laughs) buy me these things (laughs) and i was like sis and uh she was like yeah her whole thing was like you know she grew up like her dad was very much like he had well i think like three or four daughters and then obviously he was married to her mum, and he was the provider and he worked really hard and like looked after us Mm. but then he also treated my mum like 
you know, a queen and he treated me like a princess and that's why I expect from my man, you know, da da. And like on a level, like obviously I get it, like Okay, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. But raise I feel like <laughs> Yeah, raise the bar. Yeah. And she she is holding that yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but on some level, and I hate that I had to like side with a guy, but I was like, You're doing a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> small, yeah. small. Like mm. I I don't know, just even this like whole thing with like you know, uh, hetero couples and this mm. whole like you know, men being the provider mm. and you know like mm. you know you're you're the head of the household and mm. I just mm. it's just so far removed from what yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. would want or even think yeah. about that I'm like yeah. you, like what decade are we in? I mean yeah. if you if that's if it works for you yeah fair, yeah but I but also yeah. I think if that's what you need. Mm then make sure you find someone who can deliver on that mm. and like mm. also has that same view. Mm. But don't be now like cussing out your man because he's not taking you. <laughs> not buying you and and Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of sexy fish. I've heard of Pakistan. I've never heard of sexy. We're not, we're not up in the high, <laughs> upper not. echelons of society <laughs> like that. Not. But um, yeah, nah, it's just like, find someone who can do that for you then. Don't be harassing your man to take you somewhere. Where I mean, let's think, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you do need to be like, well, actually I think you can step up a little bit. And you know, treat me a little mm. once in a while. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, which is fair. But like, if your standards are this high and he can't meet them, then cool, dash him. Go find the man who will take you to Hakkasan. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, that's me trying to like even reason with this person. I could never date someone like that <laughs> I, at all. Oh. Ever, ever, <laughs> mate. It's the fact that she said he's using that as an excuse. <laughs> I'm buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> and he okay at, at some point to be fair he was kind of yeah. being a little bit patronizing and stuff and he was saying yeah. you know it's her first relationship and because the age difference and she's quite young mm. like mm. um and yeah to some extent <laughs> like she wants this kind of like fast lifestyle like the ig like etc yeah. etc et but at one point oh my god i screamed he said to her what do you bring to the table and oh, she was just stumped and then he so- was like did i start <laughs> And I, right. again, I have to pause the screen. So this is what has caused all of this nonsense on the timeline now. Yeah. The girls yeah. are fighting. A yeah. lot of and ZZ are yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, ZZ. Oh, oh my God. Someone days. said, please, someone marry ZZ. So she'll leave us alone. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. Um, <laughs> like, oh, it, it was rude to be fair. It's the fact that you're like, did I start? You didn't miss a beat. I was like, rah. <laughs> Oh no, I'm I'm not even I refuse to get involved in what do you bring to the table discourse. <laughs> it's just no. I mean, what it, what um, does it even like uh, Yeah. What does it mean what like does what, that actually, Yeah, what does that mean? Really what you're saying is I don't value anything you do, really. If you're saying if you <laughs> yeah. have to ask someone what yeah. do you bring to the table, you're telling them that you don't value them or what they are or anything that they're doing already. The fact that you're even asking them. So it's like okay, cool. Like, if you're asking me that, why are you even with me, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I low-key get her, um, her, you know, upset about the, like, you know, oh, you always say, you know, I'm saving for a house. Because it's low-key, like, when, you know, you'd be like, Mom, can we get McDonald's? Yeah. you be like, there's rice at home. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. And, yeah, it's, it's not the vibe all the time. But mm. also, you know, some people like to stack their peas. Yeah. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I can't say for toffee, mate. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, I felt like they probably could have done with doing this not in the public eye. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm. Um but did you want to talk about uh back chat? Back chat. I'm gonna save them for my sound off. Okay. Got okay. a few things I wanna say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh really? Oh no. Mate. 
Have they been uh, up to shenanigans? Mate, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, okay, uh, so like last kind of main thing I had, mm-hmm. um, apart from Ovi getting brains. <laughs> 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 we don't have to. <laughs> I mean, he looks good. I mean, you know, my instant reaction was one of, because I, I feel like I'm obviously, you know, love it when uh, black women get braids. Mm. And also I'm very down for when, you know, uh, black femme guys get braids and, mm. you know, MBs too and everything. Mm. But um, I have always struggled with masculine guys getting, sorry, by the way, we're not just saying braids. I mean like extensions, like when your hair isn't long enough to like, you know, have the little cute, um, like, what, go home Roger braids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marcus Houston, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Go home Roger. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, he was so cute. <laughs> so then, you know, you get a little bundle and, you know, do do up, um, you know, call your auntie and you get them, them, them braids put in. And at first, I just, I think my issue is, um, usually when people get braids, they're not trying to kid you that it's their own hair. Mm. Like everyone knows it's braids, mm. you know. Whereas when like, and it's not just straight guys, any sort of mask guy, when they get those kind of braids, they usually try to make up like, oh yeah, you know, I've been going out my shit and you know. Wait, are those, are those extensions? They're extensions. Said? Oh, I didn't know that. that. I yeah. assume they were trying. <laughs> Actually, that makes sense. I swear he cut right? his hair really low, right? like not too long ago. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. He fooled me. <laughs> nah, he didn't fool me. I was looking at their roots. <laughs> so... At first, my uh, instant reaction is like, you know, mm, I don't know how I feel about this because it's like you're trying to pass it off for like your own, but it's just so obviously not. I can, you know, I can see the difference in color like right there. Difference in texture, everything. But you know what? If masculine and straight men, especially, want to express themselves in non traditional ways, I am not going to be the person to be. I was about to, to say, be, I feel like that's like. For you to put hair in your head, right? And, like that's right. Again, the bar is, but like that, that's that's some feminist shit for, for real, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She gay as hell. Yeah, so, you know, express yourself with <laughs> the expression. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> that one B, come on, daddy. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Oh my gosh, that one B. Oh. <laughs> You're reminiscent. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been a while it's been a while yeah same to you I'm gonna need to call my hairdresser it's been long enough uh, got, oh yeah I got my oh yeah surprisingly I feel okay today um, yeah. I got my second job yesterday mm-hmm. and arms a bit sore but otherwise mm-hmm. tip top tip top um, but yeah no the last actual thing I wanted to speak about was the uh, Leanne documentary oh yeah um, Race Pop and Power uh-huh. that came on BBC3 last yeah. week um, yeah yeah I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Me? Yeah. Okay, let me get my notes up because this I did take notes on. Oh, um, yes, as did I. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say for me, yeah. so I'm just going to give a quick disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe for both of us. I don't, I don't know go what you're going to say. But... <laughs> You know, I you know, I think back there was this episode of the read where um this listener wrote in yeah. <laughs> and they said and I think it was mainly targeted at Crystal, they were like, Why do you always come for a like light skin and biracial people and da da and Crystal is not about the bullshit, so she just <laughs> she was like, Cause y'all be in your feelings and <laughs> she says, What did she say? I this is not me saying it, but she says she's like, I yeah. feel like the closer your proximity to whiteness, the closer <laughs> <laughs> to white fragility and I died <laughs> I did not say this through no, the episode but no. yeah no I just want like mm-hmm. you know I 
I'm not going to say anything crazy, but like, mm. you know, the, to the biracials and that, like, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. relax. It's not, you know, an attack or anything. Just, no, not at all. Yeah. And also, I don't think I'm going to say anything crazy either. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, just a quick sort of summary. So Leanne Pinnock from famous, uh, apparently world's biggest uh, girl mm. group. They kept saying that. I was like, yeah. so bad. I didn't know they were that big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... Hey, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, from World's Biggest Girl Group, Little Mix. She was basically, she did a documentary called, yeah, as I said. Um, and, you know, when it, news broke that she was going to be doing this, mm-hmm. um, this was around the same time that I think. Rochelle. Rochelle, was, yeah. another um, the light and bright, yeah. From, <laughs> light from, and bright biracial. Uh, yeah, yeah, another mixed race woman from a girl group um, did another documentary on race. Um, uh, but this one, it was actually understood that she had taken the role literally from um, a darker skinned woman who literally has, you know, um, spent ages. Yeah, who literally works yeah. in like, you know, has done so much research into like. Maternal um, death mater- yeah, there we yeah, go. Amongst black women, yeah. Exactly. Um, and so it just felt like, you know, yeah, we were hurt for sure when that happened. And at the same time, Leanne, <laughs> Leanne caught her. the strays. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she caught a couple of strays. But, you know, I think actually she also, you know, just caught some. Because she know. hadn't really said anything before. Yeah. About race. So I think it was like, well, yeah. actually, you know what? I think this is, you know, let's, we've got some legitimate questions for yeah. you, Leanne. Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe, like, you know, the very first time she spoke about race was after the um the George Floyd everything, yeah. and then you know suddenly now she's doing a documentary. Mm. Um, but you know, um, she did speak on it before, <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, so I wasn't too mad at it if I'm honest. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it at all actually because she admitted it. She was like, "Look, I was in one big colorblind bubble mm. that." Sorry, if there's anyone I'm going to drag, actually, it's her parents. I'll get to... I Yeah, I have things to say. <laughs> that, yeah. They are actually the main people I want to drag in mm. this because I feel like Leanne, she was low... Like, I won't say... What I will say is I think they did her a disservice. Mm-hmm. But I also understand where their trauma comes from. So, mm. uh, Leanne as well, she only identifies as black. No, and apparently. I totally... Oh, really? Don't quote me, but I, I think someone okay. said she previously okay. has identified as Ah, mixed. interesting. Because um, she said, I've always yeah, identified as black, black. In, the, in the documentary. I'll double check that. But, but yeah. you know, if she, if she, you know, fair enough. Because actually both of her and parents are mixed race. Yeah. You know, she doesn't even have a white parent. So yeah. um, you really don't need to. Like, that's, yeah. that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And, you know, I have no issue with um, mixed race people with a white parent anyway. Claiming Likewise, themselves as black. I, I call um, them black too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they basically from their own trauma because they were brought up in England mm. as, you know, mixed race people. And, you know, the mum said it herself, like, I mean, what else was I going to be? You know, <laughs> being mixed race in um, London at that time mm. was, it was the same. There was no real difference, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, you were still treated badly. You mm. were still like, you know, harassed, attacked. Mm. So, um, yeah, clearly they have grown up in trauma now. So what they've done, thinking that they are doing like, you know, a kindness to their daughter mm. they've basically just raised her up as like <laughs> you see from time leanne asked her dad how do you identify i identify says, <laughs> as john pinnock from time he said that i knew this man was gonna be a problem yeah <laughs> from time he said that because clearly he has an issue of identifying as black mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. 
And her mom, to be fair, was like she was like black. Yeah. She was like, she you was know, like, I grew black. up in a West Indian yeah. household. Yeah, we yeah, eat yeah. Western food, mm-hmm. the culture, the music. Like mm-hmm. I'm black, but mm-hmm. yeah, her dad was. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Continue. And so um, he's clearly raised them up to just be like, you know, this whole don't let anyone tell you you're different. Yeah. You are blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We don't see blah, blah, blah. You, you know, this whole colorblind bubble. But when they call you, you a monkey, then what? Then what? <laughs> then what? Exactly. And she clearly, <laughs> because then, can you imagine, Beyonce's like video manager, whatever, mm. tells her, mm. you know, y- and you, <laughs> you need to work 10 times as hard as everybody else. And she thought he was she being was rude. rude. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have been failed. Oh, how my can you Lord. make it to? And I don't care how young them little mixed girls were when oh they blew gosh, up. Like 19, how can you make yeah. it till 16 years old and no, your, your parents haven't told you Crazy. you need to work harder because you're black? I'm sorry. Got your that parents... talk when I was like six, maybe. <laughs> mate, mate. <laughs> Literally, mum, that yeah, I know this is my sister. I knew if, <laughs> even if I grew up colorblind, my mum, mm. <laughs> she forced that out of me. I promise you. But um, yeah, oh so I'm sorry. Gosh. If your parents have not taught you that lesson, then something has gone wrong there. Um, so yeah, she stepped into it. Suddenly now they're shaving off one side of her head, dying yeah. oh, it red, yeah. trying to make a Rihanna, Rihanna yeah. putting graffiti and snapbacks on her and, and stuff. The, She's just the like, yellow, green, here? black colors. <laughs> right? yeah. So, um, you know, in, in many ways, I feel for the girl. And yeah, even her, I, th- I can't remember if it was after she told her dad, her parents about like that racist incident that happened at school. Mm-hmm. Or just in general, but yeah, he was just kind of like, you know, this, um, you know, we always told you, like, you know, just toughen up, get mm. on with I think it was when she was maybe talking about like how hard it was, like in the girl group, like, you know, just toughen yeah. up, like get yeah, on with yeah, it. Yeah. Duh, duh, like you've mm. got you've, you've got a good thing going on yeah. here. Like, what is there to come? Yeah. My nigga. Right. But, mm. Right. And yeah. so like, my God bless her. It's not until, you know, they were like, Come to Brazil <laughs> and she yeah, went there. Yeah, and yeah. you know, there were brown faces in the audience yeah. and they're screaming for Leanne. And she yeah. was like See, I knew I was this <laughs> Something was wrong. Yeah. And can you imagine that is when the penny drops for you? So, you know, bless her. She really just did it though. Um, and then, mm. you know, she's growing. Um, she's been doing the work. I was dying when she was sitting there with a little notepad. Yeah, same. Like, oh, wow. Like Micro- microaggressions? There's a name for this? I, <laughs> like, mm. I swear now, colorism. Okay. Literally, this whole documentary, I felt like we were just holding her hand through yeah. the process of discovering. And I was like, yeah, babe, come on. Yeah, yeah we're, we're on like, there. Yeah, you, know, you got it. Yeah, we're on there. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Because to be fair, it was called Leanne. <laughs> you know, this is her, her journey. journey. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Cool. I'm, you know, I didn't learn anything from it at all. No. Um, all I saw was this uh, biracial woman. Um, sort of uh, experience uh, <laughs> waking up and realizing she was black. I was li- I literally wrote in my notes. It's giving me biracial girl who's just found out she's black. Dead ass. I'm like, this is why we do a show together. <laughs> but, um, you know what they're like. Sometimes when they go to uni or something, or they go to college, and then yeah, they yeah, like yeah. meet like the um, friggin' uh, ACS or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, I. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. So, you know, she had a racial awakening and um, good for her. Um, You know, and what I will say is that at every uh, like possible moment, she did also emphasize that I do understand that I have 
uh, light skin privilege. Yeah. I yeah. do understand that things would be harder for me if I'm if I was darker mm-hmm. or if I were darker. Mm-hmm. I do understand that other people have had worse situations. Mm-hmm. Oh, broke my heart when they had Alexandra the good Burke sister. And, they yeah. tried to kill the good sister Alexandra Burke. I'm sorry. Honest, oh, Character assassination. Like that woman has been through it, and yeah. that really broke my heart to yeah. see Alexandra Burke, Keisha. Yeah. Um, shout out to Neo Day as well. Yeah. Yeah, who, yeah. Who actually, thankfully, because of the time she's come out. She hasn't, obviously, I'm sure it's, she's had her difficulties, but she's managed to push through yeah. despite being, despite being mm. dark skinned, which is such mm. a crazy thing to say mm. anyway. But yeah, very heartbreaking to see, you know, our childhood, like, you know, stars, Alexandra Burke yeah. and Keisha and the shit they went through yeah. just because they were dark skinned. And mm. you can see it. Like, yeah, she was getting emotional. It's actually so sad. What, yeah. One thing I find really, really sad is to see, like, a shrunken black woman, mm. you know, a woman who has shrunken herself, mm. who is so, you know, uh, cautious about the words she uses, yeah. the tone yeah. she uses, who's always smiling. Like, and you can actually see, like, you are exhausted mm. from just trying to be pleasant and nice and airy yeah. very all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that. Alexandra Burke, like, she is like, I think maybe this is why people will say, like, oh, she's fake. Like, why? Blah, blah, blah. But it's because, like, if she steps one foot out of yeah. line, bam. Even if she does the whole interview smiling from start to finish, you've still got something for yeah. her. So And she's also been in the game since she was like, what? She yeah. was like 16 when she, she won X Factor? 17? Yeah. yeah. 19? Like a teenager. Yeah. She was a baby. And yeah, it's, it's very sad. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't hate the documentary. I think mm. I can understand if people are like, well, this is like... Psh- this is very entry level. Like, why am I literally watching this woman like Google <laughs> <laughs> microaggressions, you know? Like, but I also feel like, you know, fair enough. This is her journey. She, you know, held her boyfriend to account over his colorist which I tweets. Was, which I was like, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also she, um, I thought it was quite cool that she was like, look, I want to speak to the head of Sony. And when mm. they wouldn't speak to her, she kept that in the documentary. Mm. Um, so you know what fair enough to her fair play to her um it was fine it was fine i mean again like i said didn't learn a damn thing (laughs) that i didn't already know but you know that was her journey it was her story and i don't think she tried to make out like it was anyone else's story yeah um so yeah that's that's what i have to say on that (laughs) what do you think um just yeah from like the get-go um i think maybe it was like five minutes into, or maybe like less than that, into the documentary. She said, you know, I know there are people who are going to be like, you know, you've got a nice house and a fiance. Like, mm. what is there to complain about in regards to like, you know, like talking about racism. And immediately from that point, I was like, yeah, this documentary is not for me. It's for mm. her white audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not for us. Yeah. I'm not the target yeah. audience for this. Yeah. Because I was like, anyone with like sense would tell you, it doesn't matter how rich you are, like what yeah. your bank account is saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're black, you're black. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, I was like, okay, um, again, like with the whole, the fact that she hadn't spoken about race before, like Mm. the George Floyd stuff, Mm -hmm. I was like, I had my eye open, but I was like, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to watch it. Mm. Um, and I also, I feel like during this, I kept having moments where I was just kind of rolling my eyes and stuff. But then I just kind of kept, I was like the industry, she's one, the girl group she's in super white fan base. And Mm -hmm. then just, yeah, the pop in like the music world, it's a completely different piece and it is insane so mm. if you've been like you know coddled and sheltered your whole life and you're mm. in this industry mm. like mm. i i was trying to keep all of that in mind i was like okay um you know mm. we'll keep keeping this in mind um mm. so uh da, 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 da. yeah her parents yeah her dad was yeah what did he say he was like you know 
um, didn't um, she said to him like you know you didn't teach us to let race hold us back um, or that it was a thing which I mean I understand the sentiment of like you know don't mm. let your color stop you from going yeah. for things you yeah. want or you know yeah. if you're you're just as good as everyone else da, da, da. but literally just like you said like acting like race is just yeah you're just the same like you just gotta yeah, work hard yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. da, da, da. it's yeah. like meritocracy bullshit which yeah yeah just isn't mm-hmm. like legit and again mm. like he's probably you know growing up as a black person mm. back in those days um i imagine you know he's are they northern or are they from london i actually don't know i don't know um, um yeah i don't i don't think they're from i can't remember where they're from mm-hmm. um but yeah and I, yeah i did appreciate that she spoke quite a bit about colorism obviously mm-hmm. spoke to those darker skinned women and everything mm-hmm. um and yeah talking to her fiance mm-hmm. i <laughs> And this isn't on her. This is on him. Mm. I feel like she just told him off. And yeah. he just kind of took it. Like, he yeah, did say, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's conditioning and, you yeah, know, like... it was a bit of self-reflection. Yeah, there. a tiny bit, but yeah, it was yeah. mostly him just... And then they had just, like, images of them not speaking of him, just kind of videos of him just kind of... Yeah. Like, <laughs> them sitting there and the music in the background. Yeah. And the, the, he's just... He was quite non... I'm not going to, like, you know, tone whatever him, but mm. I... And this is one thing with, like men black men mm-hmm. um and obviously when i say black i mean all shades of black uh-huh. when they rightfully so get called out about problematic shit they've said mm-hmm. in the past towards or just said mm-hmm. towards um actually no, no no in the past when they're younger towards mm-hmm. like dark-skinned girls and everything it, it's often like you know like i was young and you know that's just how yeah, we were raised yeah, and, yeah, da, da, yeah. and it was like i didn't know it was wrong mm-hmm. and like yeah like which you know yeah it it makes sense but i just it just upsets me that this anti-black phase is just such a normal part of it's like when white people say nigger and they're like oh you know i was young and i'm like why do you have to have this racist like growing up phase why is that like a normal part of growing up and Um, in the same way why is this like colorish shit just a normal because you might have been young and just like oh you know it's just like Mm -hmm. how it was but Mm. there's this whole generation of black women who are still traumatized from people saying this kind of damaging shit to them for sure like yeah know. yeah no i mean yeah yeah and it, and it, it's it's fucking sad but it's true like i can even hold my hands up and say like well i actually i don't think i really do believe like my tweets are calm in, in terms of, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> colorist shit i really do believe yeah. that actually i yeah. i don't remember that really not definitely there's some you know misogynist stuff that i do need to <laughs> revisit and you know <laughs> um but for sure in the past, I don't remember as a child, like, you know, five and like, well, in like primary school, you know, we'd be like, oh, blick this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, and it was, yeah. it was a thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just so stupid because even me, myself, like I had like color issues and I felt oh, like yeah. I was too dark. Let's talk about it. Right? <laughs> let's, let's talk about it, baby. Like, I, I kid you not. Like, I remember one time my, um, my auntie who I hadn't seen Oh, for, I remember, yeah, you told me yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, this story is actually like public knowledge. So I, I don't like how it's linked to my uh, <laughs> non-Bernie per- persona. <laughs> Identity as such. But fuck it, because this is a real last story. Yeah. I remember um, my auntie I hadn't seen for time. And like, she'd always like gas me up like, ah, shine, shine, blah, blah. It's so cute, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then I found, and I remember actually looking forward to seeing her 
And I think in some ways it was like very, but I was a child, you know, but it was very much like, oh my gosh, she approves of me so much. Mm. She's going to call me beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, um, literally hug her. First thing she says to me is mm. like, ah, you've got some Dakar now? Mm. What happened? Mm. <laughs> and I remember just like shrugging mm. sheepishly, like, I don't know, like, mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not light anymore. <laughs> Like I was so just like I did not know what the fuck to do mm. and she was like oh it's because you're not like scrubbing properly you need to scrub your face properly and yeah went home and scrubbed my face till it hurt mm. you know and it's crazy like that and that was from like you know this isn't even from like oh you know playground but this is from like adults that yeah. we get this yeah, shit yeah, from yeah. Yeah. and it took me a long time to like let go of that one for myself and not like like hate myself for like mm. or like run away from the sun and shit. Yeah. I used to, I used to hate the sun for years. Oh same. For years. <laughs> I, would you would um, I, would car- I would carry an umbrella. Umbrella. Yeah. Sh- I used to call it shade bathing. Yeah. <laughs> I would. There, there's a picture of me like out with mates and not too like I think <clears throat> as young as I was what nineteen maybe at the time. I mm. mean to be fair that was a while ago, mm. quite a while ago. But yeah, literally like on the beach in Brighton mm. with like an umbrella. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. I can't yeah. Get yeah. And, and that was like nineteen. Right. And so it took me a long time to let go of it for myself mm. and then to let go of it for other people as well. Mm. And yeah, there's, there's so much fucking unlearning we have to do. And yeah. it's, it's quite sad that you, yeah, you, it's just very difficult to make it through this life without having to like, you know, go through certain trauma and then inflict that trauma on other people as well, mm. you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, but you know, what, what I think I would have liked from him was just to... I don't know. He, he didn't seem like a very expressive person anyway. Yeah. But I think in those moments, like we just want to see more remorse. Like we yeah. want to see your heart. Yeah. We, that's, that's what, and this is the thing, like we, we talk like, you know, people talk about like cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. But most of these times, or not even most of these times, but a lot of these times, you know, if you actually just gave a heartfelt apology, people would actually move on. Mm. The issue is that yeah. people don't want to give a proper apology or they want to make up excuses and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like if you actually just held up your hand and said, look, you know what? I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I won't even get, like maybe I still have to face some consequences for this. But that is very different from like, you know, when you're just denying and, oh, I did some of this, but I would never do that and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. That's when it gets into like, you know, yeah. But yeah, so I've strayed off a little yeah. bit. But, um, no, no, no. But yeah, um, as you were talking, yeah, I was just kind of reflecting on, yeah, uh, school and just kids mm. and stuff. It was, mm. it was bad. Mm. And like us too, we're not like, in terms of, sh- we're like, we're dark skinned, but we're not like, you know, as, I don't know how to, how do you word this? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean. On, on the Fenty, on the Fenty scale <laughs> range. Fenty. Like. I don't know. I know. I was in the like as a kid. I was kind of. Oh god, this feels so fucking grossing. And I'm like Ghanaians. Obviously, there's uh, people have like all sorts of different. There's a range in skin tones, everything. But I think there's kind of a general kind of perception of Ghanaians as generally being like quite dark and everything. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes I'd get like, oh, you're quite light for a Ghanaian and stuff like that. And I'd get gas. I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know. And yeah, yeah, people would think I was Jamaican and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know that kind. Yeah, I I, I wasn't pretending to be Jamaican, (laughs) but people would say, oh, I pretended. (laughs) (laughs) I leaned in. Yeah, no, people were like, oh, you Jamaican? And like. My dad, my dad's got some some white ancestry. So I'm like, mm. oh, you know, my, my daddy's from me. And like, you get gas on that stuff as a kid because yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, you know, I'm I'm different from yeah. other people. And as much as like, I didn't 
like as far as i remember i, I was never like you know but you just like yeah like mm. the word blick was just super common mm-hmm. and i if i'm just talking about myself like mm-hmm. i never said anything to anyone but at the same time i don't think i stood up for people yeah. who were getting bullied who yeah. were darker than me mm-hmm. and everything and yeah like that shit you internalize that shit a lot and just like we said like not wanting to get in the sun and yeah. like yeah. you know so yeah anyway we, mm. yeah we went off but um <laughs> i would have liked to see a bit more remorse from him but yeah. in terms of and then yeah i remember when she was talking about you know the criticisms and stuff when it first came out that she was doing the documentary and everything and she was like oh because she thought like you know because because she's light-skinned she's doing the doc and i was kind of like babe it's not because you're light well at least for me when i first raised my eyebrows like it's not because she's light-skinned it's because i've never (laughs) heard you say anything about race and in these circumstances and like there are loads of like mixed race people who Mm -hmm. are educated and have been talking to things and are very loud on issues of race so it's not about you being mixed or light-skinned or whatever Mm -hmm. and like I like yeah like you literally said like the documentary is called Leanne it's her journey yeah but at the same time with kind mm. of documentaries that ugh, I don't know it's twofold because on one hand yeah, like yeah, because yeah. she's such a big name yeah it's obviously gonna have a way farther reach than if it was some like you know yeah. scholar or yeah, someone yeah, else but sure. yeah at the same time I was kind of like you know having people who know what they're talking about and have done the work yeah. and like are like educated on yeah. the topic mm. um as opposed to kind of watching someone kind of figure out that you get treated badly because you're black and like as i said like i'm not like coming for her like it was a perfectly fine documentary it was nothing revolutionary but i don't think it was meant to be yeah and that's fine and if it like did something with the target audience then yeah yeah i i don't and i don't think it even tried to be anything that it wasn't you know (laughs) yeah yeah. i don't think it tried to be revolutionary um so yeah I, i do feel like you know yeah i i can understand how watching that could piss some people off (laughs) <laughs> and just like just be like I ain't got time for this mm. uh, oh actually oh sorry um, can we just talk about Jade for a second right right is, that was another one isn't that also <laughs> crazy how neither of them had spoke like yeah. like shit man like we are like you know the brown ones in Little Mix oh, yeah. like they'd never even had that conversation mm. to me that is insanity because and I've what I find really strange is that they saw Jade as white passing. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I, it's because we're as, from, yeah, yeah. Maybe as people of color, we are more like sensitive or, or I don't know. But as I look at that girl, I'm I've, like, that's not I've, a white girl. I've never seen her as, I've always no. been like, I can't quite, you know, put yeah. a finger on what she is. I thought is. she was maybe like black or I something. I thought maybe, or yeah, maybe, maybe she was mixed Arab. race. So yeah, yeah I, I could never put, a, but I knew she wasn't white. Yeah. So, uh, like, I mean, if I kind of like, kind of made me laugh when she was like mate so when I got the chance to be white oh my god <laughs> of course I ran with it <laughs> she said imitation of life baby we gonna secure this bag I, <laughs> oh no, I can't yeah. lie I was one of the few people and you know black people would drag me for this I wasn't convinced that Jessie was white for a while at the beginning. I thought she might have had a little... I little yeah, because okay, a, a lot of people are being like, we're talking about that as a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I always thought Jessie... It's like the kink in the hair. Yeah, yeah, you know, she, yeah, she, <laughs> she's... You know what she is? She's consistent. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> I didn't see her with straight hair for like the first <laughs> six years of their career. And to be fair, there are some videos slash stills where yeah. she's in a picture of Leanne and she's darker than Leanne. So I think, the, that, I think the tan was doing, doing yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, you know, look, um, touch was a bop. 
<laughs> Drew Lorman, Touch is such a banger. <laughs> like, I think it's shout out to my ex is my song. I love that. You song. know what? I I can do shout out to my ex, it. and Touch is my fucking bop. Like, what? Nah, it's a bop. Just the and the yeah, choreography yeah, as well. Yeah, they yeah. actually done bits. They're yeah, live version of that song as well is lit as well. Oh, um, check that out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. I'll give them that. But that is the only little mix song I like. <laughs> but, you know, good for her. But, and um, good yeah. for her on her journey. And um, actually, final thing I want to say is that yeah. I like that she's also putting action behind her words, supposed she to be is. speaking. So yeah, she yeah, set yeah, up yeah, a foundation yeah, yeah. and yeah. like to like give, I think, scholarships to black kids or like help them through school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then also like giving to um, black charities. So yeah. I appreciate that because it's yeah. one thing just talking and exactly. collecting money for a documentary, but then actually like she's doing something her, with it. She's putting her money where her mouth is. Yeah. So. And they played I mean, Stormzy in the credits. They so. did. They did. <laughs> what else can you do? Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what more can we ask of her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, but then, yeah, just super uh, quick last things. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi Campbell is now a mother. A mother. Oh my gosh. So that is oh, cute. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Is I mean, baby girl? yeah, came out of nowhere, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a, yeah, I'm just looking at the picture now. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, cute. Yeah. Her holding these. Yeah, little feet. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I hate to like speculate over women and their wombs and shit, <laughs> but I am. Um, I'm just curious as to whether um, it was like a like a like a adoption surrogacy. kind of thing oh, or a okay. surrogacy thing, um, or like mm. a surrogate. Like, is it you know is the child genetically hers? Just curious, but you know, mm. do your own thing. Um, obviously, you know. It has no bearing on your motherhood or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that's going to be, oh, that child is just going to be like so styled. Like imagine oh, yeah. having Naomi, Naomi Campbell, Campbell as your mum. Next Naomi, level. It's the next Supreme. Yeah. It's the next so, and, um, you know, is it a daughter, right? Yeah. 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 Baby and girl. yeah, like Naomi Campbell's mum is beautiful as well. Oh, she, I oh yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she's Jamaican, isn't she, Naomi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Valerie Morris. Oh yeah. Right. She pretty. The jeans are just you know, and it's it's like she's beautiful in a completely different way. Yeah. Though. yeah but yeah. they're still you know just ridiculously beautiful family. So yeah, um, bless up to you, Naomi. Yeah. Shut mm. up. Congrats. <laughs> Um, also this came out uh, I think yesterday um, mm-hmm. Demi Lovato uh, is now yeah. identifying as uh, an MB so yeah. <laughs> uh, is welcome though I don't know if welcome is congrats I don't know what do you say to you? I'm um, glad that you're comfortable yeah, and you've discovered yeah. this thing about yourself and you're letting us know yeah no we can say congrats okay I, yeah. I, yeah no congratulations last time we congrat- um, people congratulate someone on you know coming out as a lesbian we are biphobic so just checking honestly mate the amount of times we get called biphobic I find like, it hilarious it's, it's actually hilarious because then we're just like like literally the last person we called us biphobic I was like Sweetie, <laughs> we are two raging bisexuals. Did they not delete their comment? No. <laughs> Bullying works. Honestly, like, you know, that trend of like gay people, who are like, yes, I'm gay, yes, yeah. I'm incredibly homophobic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, 
But anyway, child. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, shout out Demi. Yeah. Um, uh, I think uh, my mate. I was speaking to my mate earlier today, mm. um, and she told me. And oh. then she was like, "See, remember when um, Demi had you know the lyrics in La La Land? Like, who says I can't wear my covers <laughs> with my dress for baby? baby. Yeah. That's just me." But <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they were about it since day, oh, since day. Gosh. And oh my yeah. god, that I love that TikTok has like brought back that song. Yeah, with that trait is so. Wait, I mean, yeah, we posted that. Was yeah, it last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew something was in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like. Something's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Yeah, congrats uh, to yeah. them. Um, I wonder if <laughs> what are the implications for put? <laughs> 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 also, I checked. And <laughs> I checked, oh. and they are okay with poot now. Actually, they've they've acknowledged poot. They find it very funny, so that means we could joke about it too. Oh you know, the joke thing was when I heard this news. The first thing I thought about was poot. But what about poot? Sorry, I'm gonna wet my. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever, just the name Poot itself just yeah. makes oh me die. Gosh. And then I think of that picture <laughs> and I lose it. Genius. Genius. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> and in school, I remember Poot was such a yeah, thick. Yeah, my yeah. friend, we used to, every time my friend said the words Poot, I would just start crying. <laughs> this was back in the day when people on the internet were oh just funny God. for being yeah. funny's sake. It wasn't yeah. for clout. Yeah. They were just. <laughs> <laughs> They were just funny. We have to include Poot in the recommended reading. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> First page. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh. oh Chile. <laughs> so uh, yeah, shout out Debbie. Um yeah. uh, was there anything else? Um oh yeah, ASAP Rocky did uh this GQ um interview slash shoot uh-huh. and he spoke about a lot of things uh being mm. in prison mm. in sweden um fashion music mm. relationship with rihanna mm. um they went on this like <laughs> trip kind of t- on a tour bus and they mm. went around like the states and uh, they did acid yeah. and he made <laughs> clothing like a beatnik and mm. i was like to be fair that sounds like a lit sound, a trip yeah, to me yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah no mm. and there was one line what was the line um uh, <laughs> that I read out um, I was like <clears throat> before Harry Styles started sporting intricate manicures Rocky was getting his nails tricked out with smiley faces and messages to his haters fuck and off for recurring motifs and encouraging other men to give it a shot Rocky's red carpet get down meanwhile was to show up dripping like a rich grandmother with a silk scarf jauntily knotted around his head and as casually as a hoodie a pile of pearls swinging from his neck, a lacy blouse button low. If that doesn't sound particularly radical today, that's because Rocky has been carrying the flag at the front of menswear's charge towards more fluid silhouettes and accessories since Instagram was invented. In fact, a decade before he wore a kilt on the cover of GQ, he wore one in Harlem. I got called um, the worst of the worst, he recalls, about his skirted debut in 2011. Did he care? Come on, he replies with a sneer. <laughs> the nails, the kilts, the pretty boy swag, the pearls. Um, I think it's just being comfortable, he says. I just express myself with fashion and what's fly is fly. I do it on some punk shit. Um, and the, what was that one line he said about, um, anyway, uh, he basically has this line where he's talking about just like, you know, guys who would make fun of like how he was dressed and stuff. He was like, yeah, well, still fucking their girlfriend. So, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. 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 You know, um, 
I don't know. I I wonder how. I mean, I'm sure he got the the okay from Bad Girl Riri. Um, my only thing is, I feel like she doesn't actually enjoy public declarations of affection. Yeah, and love. I think she makes her uncomfortable. I think she yeah. said, yeah, it makes her uncomfortable. Yeah, like till this day, I still I'm not sure whether her and Drake were in a relationship mm, or not because she, the way <laughs> she curved that nigga on that stage, oh, embarrassing, mate. So that put a big question mark. Um, but yeah, you know, good for them. Um, and yeah, the nigga can rock a kilt very well. Like, mm-hmm. I have to give it to mm-hmm. him. So, yeah, awesome. Yep, that's about everything for mm-hmm. later on. So, uh, we shall move on. Hi. So, now we're going to jump into Dear Dalmo, which is our listener letter <laughs> segment where we answer queries, dilemmas, anything anyone wants to ask. Um, <laughs> if you want to get in touch, feel free to email us. Our email is deardownlow at gmail.com. Or you can also use the anonymous Google link in our link tree. Um, or uh, if you want, you can also send a Q&A on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want us to never respond. <laughs> we should actually just turn off the, t- the Q&A because it's so long Mate, do we have to make a whole video can we just put like our icon in it and then just have the audio maybe yeah maybe because yeah, it. it's actually long it's I, I can't be putting in just for it to get like what 10 views yeah because <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a shit no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do that okay. um, so yeah if 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 you know if you're in, if you're not in a rush <laughs> send us a tiktok question <laughs> But you know, if you want to send it, you know, second class, first class stamps, <laughs> then uh, you make sure you go for. Um, I, it's a, to be honest, in the order of preference, it goes Google Doc, yeah, um, Google Form thing, email, email, TikTok, TikTok, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, oh wait, sorry. Can I just do a quick? Sorry, one? yeah. Update. Um, oh. So well, it's not really an update. <clears throat> uh, so we got a. Oh, now to go back to the. We did, yeah. Account. Um, so we got a response from a listener, um, mm. re our discussion about US colleges and mm-hmm. we were trying to figure yeah, out if people had yeah, if people yeah, actually yeah. had roommates. Yeah. Um so shout out to this listener. So they Thank you. messaged in <clears throat> Hola, really enjoyed this week's show. I just wanted to share, yes, in the States, your roommate, if you live on campus, lives in the same room as you. It's a small room, the whole thing is creepy as fuck. I think it's a, a preventative method for keeping kids on from having sex, but the reality is that there are always either loads of displaced youth on sofas or loads of roommates pretending to be asleep while the others are trying to smash quietly. <laughs> <laughs> the only exceptions are for the RA resident advisor who gets a room to themselves in exchange for usually usually being the team leader of the floor, organizing events, etc. Mm. Um, okay, they say they're university. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, mm. apparently they do have roommates. May weird fucking crazy that sounds ghetto <laughs> <laughs> May the US is a grift honestly wow. a massive massive grift so yeah I guess you just have to be rich um, yeah and then get your own place or something yeah because ah honestly I Mm-mm. don't even understand that that is Mm-mm. too intense that's too much oh my gosh and people just be like like humans are low-key gross like yeah. we'd be farting in our sleep <laughs> like um nah. girls don't fart so i don't know about you <laughs> okay <laughs> right um so let's kick things off um 
Hi, Just S and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You guys going to turn this into a thing or you just never call me? I mean, I'm here for it. It's I'm here funny. for it. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are having a great day. I go by the pronouns she, day. Cool. So, I have a few issues going on right now, but I'm here for a specific one. Don't worry, I'm talking to a therapist in regards to the other ones. Oh, Love. wonderful. <laughs> Love to hear it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everyone should be very Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw my therapist today. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on dating apps now since I was 18. Sad. Mm. And not, and I only got one measly date out of it. I am 23 now. Mm. Being a non-binary woman who is a lesbian, <laughs> she's <spent laughs> with a dollar sign as nice. well. Sorry. She, well, yeah, she had that. Um, and Indian... <laughs> Sorry, I need to read this again. <laughs> Sorry. Being a non-binary woman yeah. who is lesbian and Indian. Damn, triple homicide. <laughs> 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 is difficult, oh. especially in Ireland. You're not funny. In Ireland. Hey, shout out, shout Abby. Out. <laughs> um, I feel like there is only 12 lesbians here who already have done the devil's tango with each other. <laughs> and it's not like I am not open to people who are, let's say, bi or pan. Mm. It just feels like I am not the mean looking Leslie that also happens <laughs> to look like a brat's doll. <laughs> and mean looking Leslie. <laughs> who also looks like a brat's doll. Oh my <laughs> and therefore do not appeal to the girl girls. <laughs> To add to the list of things, I'm also very masculine presenting Mm. from my hair to the way I dress. And I feel like that is hindering things too. I don't want to change myself drastically for some cooch, but lads, (laughs) I am dying here. (laughs) I am on the verge of death via horniness. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And they spelt horniness. Horn? Knee? As in... Yeah. Ness. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is there any advice you guys could give that does not involve a toy <laughs> or tips on how to date in COVID time. Wait, did she say a toy? Not, yeah. She's not just, involved she, a toy? They okay, don't cool. want no toys. <laughs> cool. um, and tips on how to date in COVID time. Yours truly, a, it says brunt, but I think they wanted to say burnt. Yours truly, a burnt chicken nugget. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh, sweetie. Um, oh. Oh, why do you go first? Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, burnt chicken nugget. Where do we begin? <laughs> you are honestly so funny. <laughs> I'd be cracking up at these. Um. Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell you for new that you don't already know. The apps are fucking out to get us. If you're not white, if you are not. Yeah, they're, they're out to get us. Um, <laughs> that, that's it, yeah. So I hear your pain. I really, really do. I feel it. Um, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I actually can't help you because me too, <laughs> I'm fighting the abs. <laughs> Man, like literally, literally, Tinder told me the other day, Mate, we ain't, we ain't got nothing for you, bruv. Really? Like, literally. You completed Tinder? I completed Tinder. <laughs> um, so they were like, do you want to try, like, France? <laughs> they were really like, you need to get a passport and go somewhere else. Because <laughs> nothing for you here, sweetie. So embarrassing. So oh my that's my life. Um, and I guess just what I will say. And this is the thing, actually. I do believe that People's idea 
of what they want and what they are open to, a lot of people, it actually becomes very narrow on the apps. Mm. Mm. And even myself, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I have this idea of what I would like to find on this app. Mm. And if you don't quite fit into that, swipe right, mm. left. Which one is it? Left. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Left. Yeah. Swipe left. Um, and I think maybe that is what's happening to you here. Mm. I think, like you said, <clears throat> they're looking for that mean looking bright star, blah, 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 blah. And because you don't fit into that image of what they want, maybe this is why you're not being successful on these apps so besides freaking persevering besides <laughs> there we go was I, was I, was, I, was, I was like leave <laughs> besides leaving um besides maybe I, I don't even see how getting a premium sub, uh, subscription would help the situation really um honestly i feel like look you know, look, we got what, like a month until shit opens up again. Get your vaccine. Get you they know, offer it to you. Um, <laughs> or just, you know, get your the, weekly test or whatever. <laughs> like us porpoise. <laughs> we haven't received a vaccine. And yeah, I think unfortunately, I think you just need to sit tight. Because it, like, you know, all you can do with the apps is just, you know, press on. But I do believe once shit opens and you can get out to the queer scenes and just hang yeah. out with people. Yeah. I feel like you're, yeah, I feel like you'll probably have a better time there. I feel like people are more open-minded and yeah. they are more willing to like get to know a person. Because it's energy and you can yeah, feel like someone's vibe exactly, and stuff. Exactly. And like yeah. from the way you've written your letter, like I can tell that you have good energy. That's mm. the thing. I'm yeah. not going to be up here like, are you a soul being yeah. the <laughs> I don't know what you look like. <laughs> and you know, yeah, we're all beautiful, but uh. I, I can't, I can't make you feel better about how you look when I literally don't even know how you look. Like that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm lying. I can't see you. But what I can. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> but what I can say is that from the letter that you've written, I can tell you are intelligent. Mm. I can tell you're funny. Mm. I can feel that you have good energy. Mm-hmm. And that does translate into mm-hmm. the IRL, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when you hit up these clubs and, you know, even if people may be on first impressions, they may think actually, you know, this person isn't really my type. With the kind of energy that you bring, mm. people will be open, you know, to, mm. to get to know you. Yeah. And I think, and personally, I myself as well, actually, <laughs> on these apps, I don't do very well, but when I hit up the club, okay, listen, I do, I do all right, I do all right, you, <laughs> you know, know? in our heyday. <laughs> okay, so okay? that's what I'm doing. I'm just waiting until they open up the club, mm. and then that's when you know I'm gonna get my revenge. On these <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think the best thing you can do is hold tight. Um, and get yourself just in get away. <laughs> in the meantime please yeah you know and yeah just wait till you can get out there mingle a bit and I think yeah because everyone has a good time when they go out with the girls mm. like I I, I, I I can't think of many queer nights that I've gone on that I haven't even had a good time yeah. and I think even just that just going on a queer night whether you pull or not I think just being around your people yeah I feel like that would be good for you so that is my advice S yeah no um i to sound like people in lectures just to piggyback on what you said um i use that all the time in Mm. fucking seminars (laughs) as a student (laughs) yeah i don't give a heck it was like these white boys as well i was like i'm gonna piggyback and expand and develop this point further um yeah no but uh what you're saying about uh obviously like when you're looking on these apps you just kind of 
it because it's a lot more one it's just a lot more ruthless and like you're yeah. literally reducing an entire human being yeah. down to just like three to six pictures or whatever yeah. and it's like a, a swipe like yeah. a fraction of a second yeah like an entire person um and yeah you might have a certain like type of person you mm-hmm. typically would go for or like it's just based off looks and like yeah maybe you can get something from a bio but like it's very superficial mm-hmm. whereas in person and there have been people that i don't know typically i might not have i mean like i'm I've, I'm, I'm into everyone but mm-hmm. like i might not <laughs> don't laugh <laughs> come on are you the one <laughs> Come on, come on. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Um, <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, there are people uh-huh. that I'd meet at, like out or like, yeah, like events or whatever uh-huh. that just going off, like they might not be a typical, like what I would typically go uh-huh. for, but just feeding off like energy, energy and just like how they, I'm just kind of like, oh, you're mm. really fit. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's, I feel like that's so much of it. Cause at the end of the day, like that's yeah. what you that's what makes you stay like personality yeah. like what the person's like yeah. and everything yeah and people come across so much better like in person which is another reason the apps are trash and, and I hate sometimes them. the personality will actually enhance like the physical yeah, if that makes 100%, sense like 100%. it opens your eyes to actually like you know what i actually yeah. appreciate how you look yeah um yeah sorry yeah and just kind of seeing like how they move and everything and yeah. how they attract with other people yeah. like yeah. it's yeah so i feel like the apps do um people a disservice in that way mm. um so yeah honestly i because yeah literally it's it's, it's covid isn't it so i mm. honestly would just echo what bernie said mm-hmm. sit tight until things you know open up again obviously i don't mm. know what the situation is in ireland and how i feel like they're being more cautious than we are oh, i really? think i think which island are you i was also thinking that yeah <laughs> yeah so i i don't know what part of ireland you're in and like what the situation is and how yeah. quickly things or whatever but um yeah. honestly ugh, is there a, i'm trying to think if there are any like <laughs> have you tried clubhouse um sometime? you know what actually because there was a period when yeah. clubhouse was popping i would just be scrolling through and looking yeah, at these yeah, avis yeah. like some of these girls yeah kind of cute and and your energy can come yeah, across better you're hearing voices yeah yeah you just got you know if you find the right um like you know back channels and alleys and <laughs> like <laughs> some of fair, those rooms, yeah the little communities yeah yeah, yeah. the queer rooms the queer communities really of color vibes. are really yeah, good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, uk um, gays of color yeah 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 one. yeah check those rooms out um and yeah they be flirting and blah, blah, oh blah. yeah but that was a while ago i don't know what they're doing now yeah but to be fair. um yeah so maybe check out clubhouse um like i, I i'm certain some people are securing dates oh yeah out of that. 100%, yeah 100%. like the, the girls i mean you know the queers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um more so than the straights i think we, that's the yeah thing, we're such whores someone, someone said like i love how queer people turn anything into <laughs> a dating app. app yeah fully fully i love it and yeah love yeah it. so yeah maybe clubhouse but yeah apart from that i mm. honestly oh gosh yeah oh yeah she, she's lesbian as well yeah oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't so even say that <laughs> yeah. we considered men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what I said to that other person, that bi person in, um, in Kenya, I'm like, you know, maybe just hetero it up for a while and, uh, you know, jump back in when things are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, friend. Um, yeah. I know you said not to give advice, not to suggest toys, but in the meantime, in the interim, while you're waiting, just because horniness is a devil and will kill you, just <laughs> you know, it 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 can it can help. It's it's gotten <laughs> gotten through some dark, some dark times. <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, apart from that, I don't really know what mm. else to give you. Um, but, but we are here for you, friend, yes. and you are not going crazy. The apps are conspiring against yeah. you, so don't if feel you're bad not about that. Skinny, white, and whatever. Yeah. Or, um, mm-hmm. But no, Godspeed. But yeah, good luck to you, burnt chicken nugget. And yeah, we'll move on to our next letter. And thank you for your letter. Yeah, um, feel know, free to we, we very we clearly enjoyed it very much. <laughs> um, so yeah, good luck to you. And yeah, please do update us. Uh, okay, so this next letter comes from hmm, Uzi. <laughs> Uzi. <laughs> um, yeah, Uzi, because they left the name, but I don't know. Anyway, okay. so hey, love the pod. I found Yal on TikTok earlier this year and I've been listening non-stop ever since. Oh, thank thank you. you. I am obsessed with the music artists you recommend each week. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's encouraging. Okay, so here is my story. I'm from South Africa. Mm. We, I, I just love how like international Global, we are. Yeah. And also that just that it. we've got a nice connection to Africa. You know, yeah. motherland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So I'm from South Africa and recently turned 18. I am a game. <laughs> I am a gay male and have known since I was like five years old. Over the years, I have not come out because of dodgy parents, but I've been learning about the queer community and getting a better understanding of myself as a queer person. Mm. I recently joined Grinder, and well, it has been interesting. <laughs> Apparently, guys over forty really like me because that is eighty percent of the messages I get. Same, right, nigga. Call me by your name. <laughs> Honestly, we ain't doing call me by your name. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, beginning of the year, I started an internship at a magazine company, living my best Devil Wears Prada life. <laughs> Halfway through January, I found out I wasn't going to get paid, <laughs> that this was a free internship. I was shocked, offended. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if this was told to me from the beginning, mm. but it was never mentioned. I only found out whilst eavesdropping on an interview with another intern. I still worked there for another two months for the experience. I was mostly on Grinder and TikTok during work. <laughs> <laughs> Duality of man. Um, when no one, when no one was looking, so I organised with this guy who was twenty two years to meet up to meet for a hookup on Friday afternoon after work. I put on a cute summer look and after work made my way to his apartment building cute that was not far from my workplace. Well. <laughs> I arrived there and he let me in. He was shorter than I thought. Shorter than me, but I decided to look past that because we don't hide shame here. I'm mm. five six, five six, five foot six. Any <laughs> shorter than me? Okay. <laughs> we don't. We don't hide shame. We don't hide shame don't here. Hide I'm five foot six, um, so not tall, tall at all. We talked for like thirty minutes, and I could tell he was nervous. I felt like I should have been nervous, but my whole energy didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> a little graphic coming up. Oh, yeah. How old is this guy? Oh, yeah, 18. Okay, okay. well, you know, <laughs> fresh old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, okay. <laughs> After the conversation, we started making out and it was cute. I didn't care too much, which was confusing since that, that was my first kiss. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. My body just didn't care. After making out, he pulled out his dick and I was intrigued. Okay. Not dick shaming, oh. just an observation, oh. but his dick was shaped like an upside down ice cream cone. Oh. What does that even like mean? Like a cornetto. I'm, oh, upside down. I'm imagining oh, a cornetto. Okay. So just, I'm thinking. Thicker, the, like, it goes yeah, like yeah, triangle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. I was just intrigued. <laughs> uh, 
Stuff happened afterward and 30 minutes later, I was on my way home. Okay, that wasn't too graphic. Uh, Wait, how long was he there? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, okay. Well, he was on his way home. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, here is what got me confused. Throughout all that, especially it being my first experience, it was okay. A good six out of seven of ten, but I felt nothing. I don't mean romantically, but sexually. My body knew what to do, but I felt absolutely nothing. Mm. I could have been eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And that would have evoked more emotional oh, feeling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with the other person, but I'm confused. Mm. I got home and started researching asexuality and aromantics. Mm. And <laughs> he said aromantics, but that's fine. Um, how can you and how you can Glove. be gay and asexual? I'm kind of panicking. Am I overreacting? I'm planning on maybe lining up a number of grinder hookups, being safe first, and seeing if this is a one-time thing. Or should I find someone today, easier said than done, and see if an emotional connection is what was lacking. I recently started university, but most classes are online, so I can't even get the campus and university life experience. As it's an art university. Ah, oh, and it's an art university, so the queers are definitely there. Mm. What should I do? Love the pod. You're sincerely Uzi. Oh, yeah. That is an L about the art university. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the gays yeah. would have been there. Ah, anyway, let me not rub salt <laughs> in the wounds. Um, <clears throat> do you want to start this one off? Mm. Um, I mean, first I would say, obviously, I don't know if you are asexual and, you know, that's mm-hmm. for you to figure out. Yeah. But I will say, like, the I, I actually do want to do more kind of reading up on it. But yeah. from what I, under, the very basics I understand, like, not all, like, asexuality doesn't mean, like, you're just completely, like, there are asexual people who still, like, like, you know, like, romantic companionship and, yeah, like, having someone there. and yeah, yeah, there's a spectrum, yeah. And so, you know, you could still, in that same way, like, you could still be gay and asexual, Um, I think. Again, like, I'm... I'm 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 doing my I'm learning. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm learning. Um uh so yeah, I mean yeah, that that's that's you figure out. Mm. I I mean speaking from experience, mm. particularly if it's just like a one-off hookup mm. that you are having someone on an app. Mm-hmm. It is not uncommon to not feel anything. Yeah, and I don't mean that like you know physically. I mean like you know just emotionally, spiritually. Like mm-hmm. said, <laughs> I've had experiences where I could have been eating a sandwich and I could have gotten more out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I feel like you should also take that into account. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you what you said what you just said eighteen. I don't know if you've had like a re- did you say you had a relationship before? Or like, no. Yeah. He's so never like, kissed anyone. Oh yeah, that was his first. Oh yeah, yeah see, mm, yeah, yeah. Nah, if your first kiss is some dude off grinder, like, like really, you're not gonna feel anything. Yeah, I don't know you, nigga. Yeah, like we met yeah, like yeah, what an hour yeah. ago. Especially your first kiss. Yeah, and like, like sex, it's just like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't know if you're asexual. I think it's just the, I think you just hooked up with a random yeah. and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's my kind of yeah. thought right now. Yeah. I yeah I obviously we we don't know yeah but I to me yeah this isn't screaming asexual yeah to me it's 
that of one you know there's like you said maybe you feel like you might need to establish a romantic connection before you feel mm. that yeah um demisexual i believe that is yeah um but also what i definitely don't think you should do is uh line up a string of <laughs> <laughs> grinder hookups um because to me i feel like that if if this first one was that kind of experience i feel like at this point now just just you know there's a difference between like you know okay i'm gonna explore and i'm gonna force myself to feel something mm. you know and i and i don't know what that line is that's for you to figure out as well yeah but what what i can say is that you could set up this string of hookups and still end up feeling nothing mm. but yet that still may not prove what you think it proves yeah you could still hook up with 10 people feel nothing but still not really have any answers because mm. you haven't really done anything different anyway. Yeah. So if anything, maybe the only thing you could establish is, oh, I don't enjoy hookups. Mm. But then that also may just be, I don't enjoy hookups right now. Mm. Because there are plenty of people who are like, I only sleep in like relationships. <laughs> I need the connection first. <laughs> and they do that for like a year or two. <sighs> and then they're like, horrid. <laughs> and you know, it, it, things change, you know. Yeah. Uh, sexuality isn't static. Mm. And so the things that aren't working for you now um, may be cool with you later. And the things that maybe get you off now, later they won't. So... To me, you know, you're you're 18 years old, you're young, you're still on a journey, you're still trying to find yourself. And I think, um, don't, um, whilst you're still exploring, just give yourself time, mm. you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's uncommon mm. <laughs> to um, not feel things sometimes. Mm. 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 And... Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think actually, if there's any situation where you're not going to feel something, mm. it is with a. Well, I mean, let's just go over the 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 facts of the matter here. Mm-hmm. It's with a person that you know you're not height shaming, but hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dick shaming, but hmm. oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to me, you don't sound that crazy about this person. Yeah, I don't think you're and attracted think, to them. I think that's the issue. I think maybe you're surprised that and this is the thing because you know not to but you know men are conditioned to believe or everyone is conditioned to believe that men want sex all the time with any Any hole and they'll be fine and actually you know surprise surprise actually you can't just have sex with anything and you know so I think to me this is what that is giving in my mind I'm like okay well this is a situation that you didn't have a good time or you didn't have you just had a meh time because you felt meh about the person in the first place Um, and I get why you would have expected it to not be meh because it's like oh shit this is my first time it's the first time I'm kissing someone Mm. first time I'm meeting up with someone this should be fucking like clear what what, what, what?" and I get that and for some people it really just the simple fact that it's the first time that they're doing something that is enough to get them excited about the situation Mm. um you ain't that basic (laughs) and that's fine that's fine you need something more that's okay Mm. um so you know again if you do decide to go and line up this string of like hookups that's also on you no no one's gonna shame you for that no one's saying that it's the wrong thing to do all i'm saying is um do not assume that you will get the answers you're looking for by just going out and doing more of what you've done yeah you know um so yeah that's that's what i think about that situation yeah yeah Mm. Mm. Yeah. honestly like the more 
you we talk you talk I, i'm just listening to you speak and like the more i think about this mm. yeah it makes it makes complete sense yeah. i <laughs> keep saying i talk too much on this podcast i'm really ruining my market um <laughs> i just think there's a i remember tolly from the receipts yeah. she was like I, I talk too fucking much on this podcast <laughs> i, I want to be all sexy and mysterious but i talk too fucking much um but no there i've there have definitely been people I've oh, yeah. slept with that I did like I was bored. Like yeah. I did yeah, not yeah, feel yeah. anything mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. you know, circumstantial. But mm. it's very normal to just feel that kind of dispassionate, like even though like sex, yeah, like, you know, yeah. Technically it should be, you know, stimulating yeah, yeah, something. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> yeah. bro, like espe- yeah. and literally like there was literally a case of like someone who wasn't super attracted to him, like he gave me kind of oh god i've been through it <laughs> just gave me kind of creep vibes yeah, and like literally yeah. oh my god it was i was uh, in a bad place and it no, lit- actually, this is so similar did i write this email <laughs> I, I'm, rem- I'm remembering now this was literally like i think second year of undergrad i think uh-huh. like oh god, am i gonna tell the story <laughs> i mean uh... <laughs> Um, people don't know. Come on. Um, <laughs> I oh god yeah so you know mm. no, uh, undergrad it was, it was a different person um, <laughs> it was literally like yeah I think it was like the end of second year and like mm. all my housemates had like moved out and I think I was supposed to be moving back home like the next day mm-hmm. um, and I was just honest I was just bored I wasn't even horny I was just bored mm. and so sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm bored I, I just would just swipe to the apps mm-hmm. um and then match this guy on tinder mm. um and literally like had a bit of an exchange mm-hmm. um and then I was like yeah fuck it like he was like oh you know where you stay like da, da, da. I was like yeah fuck it come over um <laughs> literally like was not attracted to this guy yeah like he wasn't ugly but i just wasn't yeah. super into him no, yeah. he wasn't super interesting um he was kind of sweaty when he arrived Ooh. just yeah no mm. it was not mm. i've raised the bar since then that's why i keep telling everyone raise the bar because i've been through it <laughs> as a young in i <laughs> been through it uh and yeah literally like i could have yeah been doing many other things mm. like the same satisfaction I get out of like mopping the floor I got from that. <laughs> and you know what? He like, you know, cl- classic men through like, oh yeah, <laughs> you, you're right, baby. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, holler at me again still. Like, <laughs> he thought he'd thought he done bits. Oh really? Plus, I remember, I'm not gonna say his name, but yeah, <laughs> Jamaican guy, he was, he was gassed. He thought he did bits. Right. Um, I was like, okay, bye. And you know, the best thing about that situation was like, again, I'm just out on myself. Mm. It was literally at like, I want to say 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and he was out within 45 minutes, max. And I just got on with the rest yeah, of my day. I went about my day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, uh, no. So yeah, it's it's very common. Um, yeah. obviously, I don't know what you're looking for right now, but uh, maybe as not as an experiment, no, but it could be worth. Obviously, like you're you're you know you're 18 and young. Uh, it could be worth just if you want to, just. I know this sounds so like I don't know. Actually, no. This sounds really like what well, I was gonna say. Like you know, try getting to know someone and like building a connection and no, but you know, that, I think that is a viable like mm. like option to consider because obviously it's only just one. So I guess in some ways it's like well, you know, who knows, blah blah blah. But at the same time, if this one didn't work because I mean you've said it yourself in your letter, like, you know, maybe I should try dating someone and see when I can find a connection. Obviously I know that's difficult. 
because you know COVID, mm. um, South Africa. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. South Africa is like that. I'm sure it's there. not. Yeah, yeah, it's not London. You know, I'm assuming it's going to be a bit more difficult. And so, yeah, I I understand that, but um, you know, you got time as well. You do have time, and I yeah. I know it doesn't. But actually, no, I'm not going to give you that advice because that is annoying advice. What are you going like, to You know, just like, you know, you're young, you've got time, you've got years <laughs> to figure this out. But it's like, okay, but I'm horny now. <laughs> so I, I get that. But, you know, you do have time and you will figure it out. Um, and like, I can guarantee I didn't have shit figured out when I was 18. Oh, God. No. Um, so don't also, don't, um, worry if you haven't got it figured out within like the next year because it you know and it's a journey and <laughs> you know you will get there but it does take time it does take time um, you know even straight people you know <laughs> takes them a while before they you know it, everyone it takes you a while before you realize what you truly like um, and what you know what you're really into you know, and how much more so for queer people, especially when we have less opportunities to even mm. explore those yeah. avenues. Yeah. So sometimes it takes us a bit longer. And like, I have this kind of like theory how like, uh, for me anyway, I felt like I kind of re-went through like puberty or like adolescence, mm. Mm. like a second time as like a queer person. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah, like suddenly I'm like, 21 but i feel like a 16 year old like navigating the apps how do i talk to people how do i flirt oh my gosh i i've never done this before oh my god there's so many girls it's so beautiful it feels like a second a second like adolescence a second puberty um so but then i also feel like it's very rapid as well Mm, yeah (laughs) so it's like it's condensed (laughs) but um so yeah when you get there you know you will get there but obviously i know it's difficult at this time and also you know no one wants to be lonely and blah blah blah. so i hear all of that it's all very valid um but i think unfortunately is a matter of time and just about you know exploring but also keeping the back of your head that you know these things take time Mm. yeah okay i'm rambling yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay but yeah thank you uzi for your letter um yeah update us less you know (laughs) let us know what you think about that um but yeah thank you for your letter yes and uh asper thank you everyone for um sending them in Mm -hmm. uh as said before if you want to get in contact feel free to drop us an email at deardownlow at gmail.com or the link in uh, the link tree, or you know, TikTok if if, if you must. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That mm. cool, awesome. So now we're going to jump into the damn lies, which is our news and politics segment. Uh, okay, so um. <laughs> I'm just looking at those notes. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. So several things. One, mm. um, your girl has to get home, and it is very late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got a train to catch. There's the last train I need to catch. Um, but also, like the main thing um, I wanted us to talk about uh, was um, the situation in Gaza right now, mm-hmm. and like it's often said, like you know, like it's super complicated and da-da-da. and like while. 
like really it's you know settler colonialism dispossession mm. dispossession um ethnic cleansing there are a lot of moving parts there's a lot of history there's mm. so much fucking information there are literally like podcast series mm. on this alone mm. and so what can be said in this what less than 20 minute segment we have mm. um is nowhere near as expansive and you know detailed and you know nuanced as what is out there so mm. as with everything in mm. this segment um i i read a lot i do my research mm-hmm. but also i always tell people google is there mm-hmm. please do your own research mm-hmm. um and yeah we're gonna <clears throat> keep things kind of relatively not superficial but um mm. concise if possible yeah. um yeah <clears throat> So recently things have been kind of kicking off again over there. So there've basically kind of been Israeli limits on like gatherings during Ramadan um, and like, you know, anger, Palestinian anger, to- Palestinian anger towards that. Um, and then there's also been, which I'll get into more later, uh, the issue of eviction from um, homes in East Jerusalem, particularly in um, Sheikh Jarrah. Uh, plus like raids of the <clears throat> of uh, Al-Aqsa um, mosque um, okay yeah let me just get into it so <clears throat> um, so it's from the Washington Post Israeli airstrikes killed um, nine children and 15 other in Gaza on Monday um, after some of the worst clashes in Jerusalem in recent years rapidly escalated in exchange of rockets and bombs between um, Hamas and the Israeli military. Um, earlier in that day, violent clashes. So this is the other week. Um, earlier in the day, violent clashes near Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem's old city between Israeli police and Arab protesters left more than 300 Palestinians injured. The um, exchange of fire across the Israel-Gaza border came after running clashes erupted, erupted earlier in the day among Israeli police. Palestinian protesters and far-right um, Israelis around the old city. Tensions have been rising amid a court effort by Jewish settler groups, by a Jewish settler group, sorry, to evict six Palestinians from their homes in Sheikh Jarrah, a mostly Palestinian neighborhood in East Jerusalem. Um, and yeah, basically, like, Israeli courts have kind of ruled in favor of uh, settlers. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I was just oh, scratching. Was... <laughs> yeah, I was like, ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Israeli courts have ruled in favor of settlers to push out um, Palestinians from their homes in Sheikh Jarrah based on claims of Jewish ownership dating back to the Ottoman era. So, yeah, there was a massive kind of thing at the Al-Aqsa Mosque, um, which is like a like major kind of holy site. And obviously, like, mm. you know, it's Ramadan. Um, so, like, Israeli security forces p- turned their guns on peaceful Palestinian protesters and worshippers performing Ramadan prayers at the mosque. Injuring hundreds, um, videos circulating on social media recently have shown Israeli police officers throwing stun grenades and shooting rubber bullets at um, the Palestinians inside the mosque, attacking Palestinian worshippers with tear gas bombs and viciously beating a Palestinian man in the mosque, in the mosque compound. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, like, consistent um, airstrikes mm-hmm. uh, in Gaza. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Al-Aqsa mosque is, like, the third holiest site in Islam, and um, obviously East Jerusalem. It's been yeah, so much fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, since like the nineteen sixty seven war, um, they've um, Israel have captured East Jerusalem, and uh, like subsequently annexed it in nineteen eighty. 
Um, but it's obviously Jerusalem is like <laughs> it's 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 a holy site, and mm. um, particularly Jerusalem, um, it's considered uh, occupied Palestinian land by most of the international community. However, um, this is from an activist. There are no Palestinian officials in East Jerusalem precisely because the Israelis prohibit, prohibit Palestinians from any political activity in East Jerusalem in violation of international law. Um, so, uh, yeah. And like in terms of Israel's actions in Jerusalem and the West Bank, including home demolition, settlement expansion, particularly the settlements, which... <laughs> the UN and just according to like international law like the Gene- the fourth Geneva Convention like mm. it's like they are illegal mm. um expansion uh displacement of Palestinians all violate numerous provisions yeah of the G- Geneva Convention um international law prohibits the occupying power from destroying property or transferring its own civilians occupied territory um in terms of like why Sheikh Jarrah in particular <clears throat> um, it's one of the most prominent Palestinian neighborhoods and has historical significance um, in respect to its national and religious identity for Palestinians and the location uh, between East and West Jerusalem at the crossroads linking the old city to Mount Scorpus um, to the northeast part of the city, consulates and centers of international organization. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also home to about 3,000 Palestinians or refugees uh, who were... Um, just yeah, ethnically cleansed basically from their homes mm. um, during uh, the Al Nakba, which um, was I think it was during it was either before or after the forty seven forty nine war, where basically it, it means um, catastrophe. So like mm. hundreds of thousands of Palestinians basically um, fled and like left their homes, mm. um, and this was yeah right after the establishment of Israel, which I think was May forty eight going off my yeah 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 that's right yeah <laughs> i'm just trying to remembering back to my lectures yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> uh so yeah it's, it's like a cultural culturally significant um place and so obviously they're trying to um kick him out and actually just on that i kind of just wanted to make note of language because mm-hmm. i was watching an interview with a um an activist muhammad al-kurd um which i recommend he was on cnn and i think also msnbc Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about the word eviction and how like that isn't really the word because mm. one, it implies legal authority yeah. of East Jerusalem. It implies the presence of landlords. It ignores the reality of ethnic dispossession, mm. displacement and removal by brute force and violence. Mm. Mm. And actually just the point on him was that after he has been, you know, appearing on quite a few of these like news channels he was also forcibly removed by his from his home by right. israeli authorities mm. which just goes to show again like when people speak out palestinians speak yeah. out they kind of put themselves you know as targets yeah. um yeah and everything <clears throat> uh what else is there do, 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 do. so i mean as i said yeah there's bears uh there is an article on amnesty international website which is pretty short and it basically kind of goes through the past 50 years. It's called 50 Years of Disp- Dispossession. And it kind of goes through like the past 50 years and everything. Mm. And yeah, I remember learning about this from like, uh, particularly after like 1967 and like consequent wars and stuff, how they just kept annexing more land and seizing more land and like after wars. And obviously like they had wars against um, the other Arab countries. So like parts of Palestine were controlled by like Jordan and Syria, different parts mm. like the Golan Heights, I think was controlled by Syria. And yeah, like when they won the wars, they kind of annexed all that territory and then consequent consequent kind of uh, discussions or like negotiations where 
<laughs> again, it was like the uh, international community kind of giving Israel more land. And, you know, the whole negotiation was basically, they, they, they got screwed, mm. um, the Palestinians. And consequently, you, and you can just see like maps along the years of just kind of mm. territory and like it yeah. shrinking and then being, you know, sequestered to these like small areas which yeah. are heavily controlled and their movement is limited and, mm-hmm. you know, they control water, electricity, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, so what else is that? Um, and yeah, I just wanted to make a point because this, the term apartheid has been used a lot recently mm-hmm. um, to kind of describe the situation, which I think is accurate mm-hmm. and one um human rights watch uh literally um they're like a massive kind of human rights ngo mm. i'm not gonna patronize yeah you probably know what <laughs> human rights watch is um but yeah they've accused uh, israeli officials of committing the crimes of apartheid and persecution mm. um claiming the government um enforces an overarching policy to maintain the domination by jewish israelis over palestinians if you want to look at the definition of apartheid under the 98 rome statute Um, which established like the International Criminal Court. Apartheid is defined as an institutional regime of systematic oppression and domination by one racial group over another with the intent of maintaining that regime. Yeah, and then there is a... Yeah, so they say that, you know, regarding occupied territory in the West Bank, Israel points to agreements signed signed in the 1990s that afforded Palestinians limited self-rule there. However... Human Rights Watch say the Israeli government still retains primary control over many aspects of their lives, including borders, natural resources, movement of people and goods, etc. Meanwhile, about 2 million um, Palestinians live under a strict blockade in Gaza. Israeli forces pulled out of Gaza in 2005, but still maintain control of its borders, sea and airspace. Um, World powers, as I said before, consider the settlements illegal under international law, built on land confiscated from Palestinian families and squeezing them into ever smaller enclaves. Formally declaring the settlements part of Israel um, would also be seen as putting an end to fading hopes of a Palestinian state as there would be little continuous land on which to create it. Um, And then kind of last main thing I wanted to just mention was uh, a legal opinion from this guy called uh, Michael Svard. Mm -hmm. Um, He uh, works for a human rights NGO, uh, Yeshdin, and he wrote uh, a legal opinion in June 2020 the occupation of the West Bank and the crime of apartheid. And basically he kind of goes through like several points and several aspects, basically saying that yes, like Israel, like the Israeli occupation in, um, you know, Gaza, the West Bank, like is akin to apartheid. And I'm just going to read like a few kind of key bits from there that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, it is a difficult statement to make, but the conclusion of this opinion is that the crime against humanity of apartheid is being committed in the West Bank. The perpetrators are Israelis and the victims are Palestinians. The crime is committed because the Israeli occupation is no ordinary occupation regime or a regime of domination and oppression, but one that comes with a gargantuan colonization project and that has created a community of citizens of the occupying power in the occupied territory. The crime is committed because in addition to colonizing the occupied territory, the occupying power has also gone to great lengths to cement its domination over the occupied residents and ensure their inferior status. Um, so, for example, um, yep. Yeah, so the alibi used by successive Israeli governments that the situation is temporary and there is no desire or intent to maintain the domination or oppression of Palestinians in the area or preserve their inferior status falls apart in the face of the clear evidence that the separate policies and practices 
Israel applies in the occupied territory are designed to maintain and cement the domination and oppression of Palestinians mm. and the supremacy of the Israelis who migrated to the area. Um, and so he talks about denial of civil rights. And, you know, since 67, Palestinians in the West Bank have been denied the right to vote for the bodies that institute the norms that apply to them or for administration ad- administrative bodies that rule over them, nor do they have the right to run for office in the system. Do... Uh, yeah, additionally, the denial of Palestinian civil rights forms part of the denial of their collective right to self-determination and independence. Um, the dual legal system, so concurrently, the military commander subjected Israeli local governments in the West Bank to a string of Israeli administra- administrative laws in a number of fields, giving the local and national Israeli bureaucracy the same powers as it would have had inside Israel. Um, this has produced two separate legal systems, one for Palestinians who are ruled by Jordanian law, in place in 67 and the other for Israeli Jews who are mainly ruled by Israeli law and administration. This has led to systematic discrimination enshrined into law which affects many aspects of Palestinian lives in the West in the West Bank in a manner that violates the right to equality and um, in its most fundamental sense equality before the law. Um, yeah, denial of development, um, pol- the policy of separation between Israeli and Palestinians, um, land expropriation and dispossession. So, uh, Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, UK's most chaotic podcast back at you. Basically, S arrived late. <laughs> um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> come on. Were you? <laughs> I had a busy day. Um, things were recording. Uh, I arrived later than um, as planned, yeah. and uh, your girl had to get the last. Uh, Victoria Line train yeah. and so mm. uh, <laughs> we had to leave it was actually hilarious because like we had some weird technical hiccup where it just stopped recording and I was also like but also we need to get the fuck out <laughs> we're going to catch this train so um, yeah we will we'll pick up where we left off uh, S I'll hand it back to you <laughs> yeah um, literally of all segments to right. <clears throat> Right. Um, mm. So, land expropriation and dispossession, uh, persecution of regime opponents and critics, forcible population transfer, and yeah, kind of a key line from it is he said, widespread systematic attack. Each inhuman act uh, described and analyzed above is a manifestation of deliberate policies that affect anywhere from thousands to millions of individuals, meaning the element is satisfied, re really, like, you know, it being apartheid. Mm. Um, yeah, and so. Uh, just like super super last thing um name musa musa um basically wrote this article about how um basically this from benjamin netanyahu's pov and the fact that in kind of classic uh right wing uh leader style whenever he's kind of waning or stuff's going on and he needs to bolster support again war militarism are the surefire ways to kind of keep yourself um, up there in the polls and everything, you know, getting the country behind you mm, and mm. everything. Um, so they talk about, you know, different um, events and stuff that's that's happened. Um, and like most recently, obviously, he's facing a lot of charges for like bribery and corruption and everything. And so it's not really a coincidence that things have started to ramp up again recently. Mm. Um, so that's also something to keep in mind. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, lastly, just in terms of the US, I think it was literally what yesterday. How much did Biden I think it was like seven hundred and thirteen million. Um 
Yeah, so Biden um, notified Congress of $735 million um, weapon sale to Israel. So, uh, <laughs> you know... Those... <laughs> just say, by the way... Uh, <laughs> so, guys... Put something on the company card. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally, 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 literally. Oh, and it's just like... <laughs> the amount of time it took them to debate giving Americans like $1,400 in like stimulus checks like <laughs> you know let alone like student loan like all the other shit that people deal mm. with over there um, and yeah like in terms of US aid to Israel <clears throat> um, John Iderola made the point that like you know it's not contingent on anything and normally like foreign aid is supposed to be a way of like you know swaying public policy or like fostering better relationship or encouraging countries to you know pursue better human rights but with israel it's just kind of like there's not really any kind of condition there because if Mm. there were then they would have violated all of them so it's literally just like you know money like most of um they contribute a lot towards like the development of um iron dome which has been like a really important part of their defense system and i think what Mm -hmm. like 90-ish, don't quote me, but around like what, I think 90% of rockets have been intercepted by um, Iron Dome. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's um, the general gist of things. So, mm. Mm. yeah. I mean, I saw a tweet that said mm. that, you know, we don't need celebrities to have opinions on these issues every time they come up because a lot of celebrities are actually kind of dumb. And it's mm-hmm. okay for them to just be pretty mm-hmm. and not say anything about these issues. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a celebrity, but I will take that advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit pretty because I don't know very much. But what I will say, especially in, you know, light of um, this segment and, you know, all the information that I've sort of taken in. When one side is literally... How can we be talking about, you know, both sides, both sides, when one side is literally, like, can you even call it a side in terms of just the size of mm. them, you know? Mm. And, like, I just feel like when you are... S- <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like whatever your feelings are about... um. Israel's, you know, right to land and everything. Mm. When you see this humanitarian crisis happening, mm. I feel like your focus should be on the pain that is happening at that time and how to bring about peace and mm. not about finding a way to blame both sides and blah, blah, blah. Like, why, why is that your first reaction, really, mm-hmm. to something mm. so tragic and heartbreaking mm. and clearly like you know things are not going right if there is war you know in the world and so why is that your first reaction um but yeah like i said i don't know too much so that's all i'm gonna say on that <laughs> <clears throat> yeah um and like obviously i <laughs> they like yes um mm. and i i mean i'm i guess aware that if you are I don't know how many supporters of Israel listen to this podcast or mm-hmm. um, if 
you know, listening to the segment, it does sound very one-sided and it's not kind of, Mm. (laughs) it's not unclear, like, who Mm. we're kind of more um, sympathetic towards. Mm. But, and like, yeah, like, there have been deaths on both sides, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, you know, some um, Israelis have been killed by um, strikes and everything. And, Mm -hmm. um, but again, like, it's, in terms of looking, if, yeah. you, if you just wanted to look at like one side versus the other, like yeah. it's way more, there's way more devastation yeah. on the Palestinian side. Like what, yeah. at, at least 61 kids have mm-hmm. been killed um, mm. in the past week. Mm. Um, like over 200 people, I think, last I checked. Mm. Um, and just in terms of like the power balance and you are like, I even saw someone on friggin' on Twitter, you know, uh, they were saying like, oh, you know, look, look at these, they're like, throwing, they were, like some kids throwing rocks at like, Israeli shoulders and like see look they're throwing rocks and like you see these kids in like a t-shirt and shorts like mm. throwing rocks and then mm. these people in like riot right. gear like right. <laughs> carrying heavy artillery right. and we're scolding the kid right and that's even ignoring like the whole right. power balance and the fact that these and people are literally being occupied and right. have been for how many decades and that is where I'm like see and now your your logic and your reasoning like how can you equate two things literally people throwing stones Mm. and people with all of this like heavy like armor and shit like how can you compare the two i feel like you can still be like from israel and like support your country's right Mm. to occupy land or whatever and still be like shit i ain't happy that these people are being killed like Mm. i i feel like so many times like people don't even want to like you know (laughs) (laughs) almost sleepwalked (laughs) but like I just uh, I feel like anyway let me not because (laughs) yeah I mean like comparing the like military might and like Mm. the weapon capability of one to Mm. another it's just like it's ridiculous to like try and insinuate like you know both sides whatever And as I said before, the death toll alone mm. says that. And mm. like, obviously with all of this, and again, this is a common theme when you talk about this, mm. of course, because, you know, Israel, like it's the Jewish state, like mm. the whole anti-Semitic thing gets thrown in there. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm not saying that to be flippant, but you know, mm. and like I've said it before, I've said it again, like people criticizing the actions of the Israeli mm. government is very different from like, speaking ill of a religion or a yeah. group of people or yeah. you know obviously there are some people who hate israel and are anti-semitic yeah. and yeah. i would disavow that mm-hmm. when we talk about it we're mm-hmm. literally talking about the actions of this government yeah. like politics and policies and what they've done yeah. and what have they have been doing for the past how many decades mm. um and so like i think i saw i think it was in like finchley which is like not too far from me mm. there was there were like some people like you know palestinian flags and shouting shit like you mm-hmm. know about like Israel like you know rape their daughters and all this stuff and like mm. obviously that's vile it's disgusting like mm-hmm. anti-semitism of any form like shouldn't be allowed yeah but I feel like obviously like I'm not Jewish so f- what I see might not be the full picture mm-hmm. of it but from what I have seen that seems to be a very small proportion of what people are actually talking about when they talk about this yeah. Yeah. um again like from what I have seen um mm. and so sometimes it does feel a bit from some actors it does mm. feel a bit disingenuous when they bring up um the anti-semitism thing yeah and a lot of the time these people aren't even jewish um mm-hmm. they're just like mm. right-wingers who <laughs> like hate muslims yeah. and kind yeah. of want to yeah. kind of boil this down to a, sim- a simple kind of like it's muslims versus jews and you know the, yeah. the muslims hate the jews and etc yeah. etc et so 
yeah um like yeah like i guess just my final thing i'm gonna say is like mm. two sides like what two sides do i need to see when i'm seeing one country that seems to be doing very well mm. and one country that is literally in tatters and like decimated and in pieces mm. and you know like that isn't fake what mm. i'm seeing mm. you know <laughs> so although maybe there may be some facts that i am not fully aware of the things that i am seeing that's very real mm. and it's not a small number either it's a it's a very significant number of people who are suffering mm-hmm. so yeah that's all i've got to say on that yeah and you know likewise like hamas and everything like i am not in support of what they do and how they carry mm. things out yeah like obviously violence unwarranted violence like obviously mm. it's bad mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so weird no, no, <laughs> it's bad yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're just like looking at you mm. know in the grand scheme of things like yeah one party is like being absolutely as you said like mm-hmm. decimated yeah and then some people are punching back which you know mm. might not agree with mm-hmm. but actually uh, well this is the thing I, I saw another quote that said like you know <laughs> there's no hunger striking your way out of this you know the hungry mm. cannot go on hunger strike and it's like <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's literally just like I'm not saying I agree with it but it's like mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do because yeah. then even like alternative yeah. ways they've tried to go about it so mm-hmm. like one example um, is the BDS movement and that has been that's faced so much mm-hmm. flack especially mm-hmm. like from lawmakers in the US mm-hmm. and it's been called like you know anti-Semitic and you know like a hate group and da da mm-hmm. and all BDS it's literally like boycott, divest and sanction mm-hmm. and they're doing what like the whole idea is like you know what they did to South Africa back during mm. apartheid like boycotting mm-hmm. and everything to try and put pressure on the government to mm. stop the regime mm-hmm. so by you know not um, selling in you know parts of it and there's like different parts of BDF, BDS and different mm. parts have different like motifs some people mm. some parts are just like we do not want to like engage financially with um, any kind of uh, like businesses within the illegal settlements in Palestine, whereas others mm. are just kind of like divest from Israel completely. Mm. So there's obviously there's like different strands and stuff, but that is a you know peaceful way of yeah. trying to bring about change, and that's yeah. like shut on all the time. It's called like it's just shut down. Um, I think really the main people who kind of argue for it in the US are like Rashida Tlaib and I think Ilhan Omar, um, maybe AOC, mm-hmm. and like maybe a handful of other Democrats. But mm. most of the Democrats like still like I think I'm pretty sure like Nancy Pelosi. Chuck Schumer all against BDS maybe even Bernie don't quote me but I feel like Bernie Sanders might not be okay. that big on it mm-hmm. um, so yeah um, sorry were you going to say something I cut you off I don't think so no um, well I think I was like thinking but, I, but yeah, yeah it's it, just it kind of like matter. what are you supposed to yeah like yeah. what can you do they try, mm. they've tried the diplomatic route mm. they've lost a fuck ton of land like mm. the international community all they do is really like oh no Israel don't do that mm. but like what actual consequences the US just gives them money mm if you're in that situation like yeah obviously i don't support terrorism but like no, what but, but like terrorism kind of is like an inevitability of like yeah. attacking a place like mercilessly yeah. yeah it is it is you know because it, you actually get to a point where like like and I, I do understand that sometimes there is that like that line between okay what is freedom fighting and what is terrorism mm. and sometimes i do think it actually does get blurred where people are like okay i'm fighting for my freedom but actually if i can just do a madness to this these people who I believe have done harm to me, mm. then I will. Mm. Because really it's like, okay, but like, what, my family's dead? Mm. Like, what do, like, I can, t- 
let me f- be very careful in how I say this, mm. but I think it's a reasonable thing to say. So I'm going to say it. If someone kills your family, I can see how you will make it your life's work to do nothing but harm onto others. Mm. I can understand how that happens. Mm. And I feel like that is an inevitability of mm. war mm. and, you know, mm. bombing places, mm. you know? Yeah. So. Like fucking ISIS. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Al Qaeda and like the right? uh, Afghanistan and Iraq wars and stuff mm, and US intervention over there. That's it. That's like, it. Like, it happens we all the time. create these people or like people with power, you know, who then go to other lands and just do a madness. You create these people and then you're like, oh, what's going on here? Like, why did, <laughs> what's their beef with us kind of thing? Yeah. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Chow. Um, uh, yeah, that's kind of the gist on that. As as per, uh, like, mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to do their own reading, do their mm-hmm. research. There's mm-hmm. there is a lot out there, but mm-hmm. you know, it's worth mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. reading reading up on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, just in terms of, like this segment has already been super long. Um, but just quick things. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. The, yeah, the Ugandan government. Um, are passing like this new sexual offences bill mm-hmm. which like further criminalises same sex mm. relationships and sex work so uh, I just want to read this one quote from this one um, MP which mm-hmm. kind of touched on what we spoke about previously when we kind of talk about this topic yeah Um. so uh, this is MP the MP sorry who proposed the bill um, Monica Amoding um, this bill consolidates all law laws relating to sexual offences in Uganda we are hoping that the bill is going to help us in the prevention of sexual violence, enhance punishment for sexual offenders and protection of victims during trials. We are not yet ready for these homosexual rights. Maybe in future. As oh of now, days. our society still views relationships, sex and marriage as between a man and a woman. Um, those who are criticizing us should wait for Uganda to grow up in that area. Our society oh hasn't come days. of age to appreciate those rights that some part of the world want us to do. And that, I just wanted to mention that because I was just, I was like, the, the term like grow up like you're literally like infantilizing right. yourself and you're literally just like being like this petulant child it's like right. no we don't want to give the games right. right that is actually more <laughs> frustrating than when than the west the person, like than, patronizes or even <laughs> than the Africa. person who is like you know no we don't like it we think it's wrong mm. and we will not take up your west and blah 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 mm. but she's at, is it sorry is it a woman <laughs> uh monica yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah like they're actually saying Nah, you know what? You're probably right, but... I'm not going to do all that. I would say <laughs> Don't feel like it. No. And that is actually more frustrating, I would say. Um, but then, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody could say, well, <laughs> nah, but you know, like this whole... It's like, what, what did Martin Luther King say? You can't put a, a timetable on another man's freedom kind of thing. And it's like mm. this whole idea of like, so what are we supposed to be grateful that you've acknowledged mm. that you can see what the right thing is to do and the fair thing to do is... And because you've said at some point in the future, you'll consider it again, like, are we supposed to be grateful for that? Mm. No, fuck that. Actually, that isn't like in some ways that might signal an attitude change or an attitude change and at least an acknowledgement of just, you know, humanity and how to, yeah, humanity. But like, Mm. it's not fucking good news, is it? It's still shit. So, Africa, man. Ah. But again, even though, like, we're not ready for that, it's like, and we've spoken about this in previous episodes, like, it's been there. Yeah, it's been there. Yeah. You were, it was fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's only in the past like mm-hmm. hundred and whatever years yeah. that you mm. know. Mm. Yeah, so you know, shout out to I don't know what our listenership like is in Uganda. I feel like we have some people from Uganda. Maybe I feel maybe. like I might have seen on the thing. Um, oh, okay, but if you're in mm. Uganda, um, mm. respect, yeah. sit tight. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. Uh, mm. yeah. Um, and then yeah, super last thing. Uh, mm. We had a local elections. Um, the, <laughs> Angela Rayner got fired. In the, yeah, labor reshuffle. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of drama. Um, did she then get rehired or? Uh, did I don't she know. get reshuffled somewhere? Or, she might. She probably got moved somewhere else. Um, yeah, I just right. know she got sacked as um, yeah, yeah. labor chair. Yeah. Um, Sadiq won by like, I haven't actually checked what the percentages have been for turnout in like the past how many years, mm-hmm. but like the London turnout was forty two percent, which. Mm obviously that's low yeah. I was just kind of like is that like normal mm. low or is that like mm. very low because mm. I know a lot of people who are just like yeah. I cannot like I, I must admit yeah. I forgot to vote did you <laughs> I, oh my god I must admit I'm sorry <laughs> I did not perform my civic duty that day uh, I'm not yeah it wasn't even like oh I ain't voting like vote apathy shit you just forgot. It, I literally just forgot and like literally I got out of the shower at like 10 and I was like <laughs> but I also I don't know no, no, no. yeah he won uh, thank goodness <laughs> no thanks to me <laughs> but um, yeah yeah I, I did forget I can't lie <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's London yeah. Um, yeah. He was, was he ever gonna lose well, I, well, I mean, he didn't I, it wasn't a landslide though no yeah, it was yeah. Sean was I know like mm. <laughs> my cousin vote for Sean Bailey oh my days <laughs> really? and she was just kind of like you know like obviously I would never vote for Tories in like a general election but like I'm just pissed off at Sadiq and you know I thought why not I was just like I mean, you could have voted Greens or right, like right yeah dash it in the sea like yeah don't, don't <laughs> bloody hell and do you right. know the funny thing is like I have relatives like I remember another relative who mm. in the I can't remember if, I, if I've said this or not but like in the general election yeah she voted for Boris because she said like oh you know like um I was reading like the news they said Jeremy Corbyn can, can never be prime minister so I was like she's like yeah I don't like Boris Boris Johnson but they said Jeremy Corbyn cannot win so I was like so you voted for oh, Boris like days. do you realise like how that yeah and literally like I don't know if you lot like read right. Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky he literally talks about how like the media like literally mm. like create the agenda and like the power and like influence that the <laughs> the media has on politics mm. is, is insane mm. Um, but I was just stuck. I remember I wanted to burst into tears because I literally like <laughs> I made an effort to like call her. I was like, "Have you voted?" Like really? this was 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, that one, that one in December. Oof, I stayed up that night. One. I was I was on the streets campaigning. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was that was flying. upsetting. That was oh, upsetting. That one was painful. That one really hurt. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think that since then everyone's out. like, yeah. I think since then everyone's just been like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, like, okay, not in my lifetime. <laughs> so, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna. Uh, what did someone say? We need war. <laughs> <laughs> like, war, war apparently, war like always makes people go back to the left. <laughs> is it because the economy is decimated I afterwards so, and they're yeah, like I we need free so. things yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give us money <laughs> literally oh, yeah, yeah like uh, yeah. but then they'll be like oh you know Boris yeah. he got us or they could just do what well, you know Boris got us through the war let's mm. vote him back in can you imagine <laughs> Boris true, Johnson leading true. us through a war um, he would fucking love that because he, oh, yeah, he, would. he like adores Churchill so he would love that shit Probably. oh he'd love to be a wartime prime minister oh yeah he'd have a hat and everything I can oh, see yeah, him like yeah, sitting yeah. on a tank or something yeah 
he would start doing the V, like, you know, the peace. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my days. No, 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 <laughs> no war. <laughs> no war, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's us on that. So yeah. uh, we'll uh, move along. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to jump into our final segment, Sound Off. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first or? Uh, I can go first. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's that part of the show where we... Um, retract previous comments <laughs> that we've made <laughs> i'm gonna call it retracted and redacted um, <laughs> Ooh, right it's gonna get a little jingle <laughs> so uh, this week in retracted and redacted um you may recall that i uh, retracted my criticisms of backchat london so now the show was lit and it's just vibes and it's not that deep it's just having fun well i would like to backtrack on backchat <laughs> i would like to retract my retraction my name ain't b but i would like to unsay oh my god <laughs> was that why you were stop. laughing up was that why you were laughing before when you're reading your name maybe <laughs> I mean, but what i will Lol. say is that no that show needs to be cancelled. It's violent. <laughs> it's violent. It doesn't make me feel good. Oh my god! Uh, so episode three, the whole premise was like, would you let your man buy his baby mama a car? Not sorry. Yeah, baby mama a car so that they can take like the kids to school. Blah blah blah. And it was just like stupid, <sighs> stupid shit. Like I, I couldn't do. I actually didn't. Um, I didn't watch it. Um, I just feel like, you know what, this ain't for me. But then I saw the episode after that. Um, I think that was episode two. Episode three was called, Why Are You Trying to Push Your Agenda on Me? Here and we I go. said, okay, Buckle let up. me see. Let's let go. me see what, what the situation is. So the, the dilemma <laughs> was your son had a friend they've invited over for a dinner, but you find out it's actually their boyfriend what would you do for their birthday dinner? So they want to invite a friend over. They've said it's their friend, but actually it's their boyfriend. What would you do? And they chose son specifically because they wanted to cause problems. But okay. So, um, you know, one Ezo, she sets pace. She says, oh, I would be disappointed, but like in myself because my son couldn't come to me. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, okay. cute, cute. Okay. But you could just tell everyone was just tiptoeing. Yeah. And then... um one girl like tried to make up like well actually i would be disappointed in them for lying like why are you lying like you should have just told me that's deceitful and i'm just like do you know how like any of this works right right <laughs> deceitful 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 like we i would hope that i would have a family where we have open communication blah blah oh, blah if i scream no if and I it's scream just today. like for one teenagers lie to their parents about everything, everything. because you, it's just what you do uh-huh. secondly once you bring into the fact of like being queer of course you are not going to be rushing to like tell your parent if you're not if you don't feel like that's a safe space to tell them uh-huh. even when it is a safe space you still un- uh-huh. if you're not ready you don't tell them uh-huh. thankfully there was you know uh, some people with brains in there like nk he had vim and he was like you see from that response that you just gave now i can see why they wouldn't even come to you and tell you so i was like that's wonderful um was he the caribbean shaming guy no he wasn't actually no 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 this was just like some straight guy okay yeah 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 right (laughs) and then there's this one guy i actually forgotten his name but he just said he was basically like why are we tiptoeing around it like you know blah 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 blah." Mm. he was like look i'll accept them but I don't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
And when I say they now spend the majority of the episode just debating uh, semantics, uh, and you'll be like, yeah, I accept them, but I don't believe in it. And they're like, yeah, but how can you believe, how can you believe, accept them if you don't believe in it? It's like, yeah, because I accept them, but I don't believe in it. And they were just going round and round in circles. And it was just very frustrating. NK, he tried his best. He was, you know, being a real ally. Because he's like, what, so you wouldn't go to their wedding? So how can you say that you accept them if you don't blah, blah, blah? But what upset me is that none of them quite had the skills to really just break down how dumb this guy was being. And that's what upsets me about these conversations. It's like, can you please just put even, you know, good there, bless him. There are two queer guys in there and they yeah. still couldn't quite do what they needed to do. Like, all you really need to do was just pin him down and say, look, what do you mean by believe? Because if your son is gay, that's not like a, a it's real. <laughs> it's not an imaginary, <laughs> like, what do you mean believe? They should just be, no, just say what you mean. You think it's disgusting. You think it's wrong. You think it shouldn't happen. Say that. But this whole believe shit. What's unbelievable? Bullshit. It's I fucking hate real, that nigga. Word. I really hate that word when it comes to these yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, there were some people who were saying, you know, like, okay, but where does this belief come from? But like, he wasn't able to really press into it. Um, but I will say they hotted him up. Like this guy was literally like sweating. <laughs> and I was like, yes, at least like he feels like, you know, uh, like oh shit I'm kind of on my own here but he was still standing you know what is that, that phrase they say strong and strong and wrong wrong and strong. strong yeah he was standing wrong and strong like just didn't give a fuck then you know then he started to slip really and you could really really see what he really felt because he said something like okay but at the end of the day if your son was a murderer would you accept them I don't believe in murder he said um you know oh they said something like yeah but you know blah 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 this is how society is and it was like yeah yeah unfortunately this is the way society is is now and like everything he was saying was just so telling that he obviously just you know he's a complete homophobe I wish and people he, would just be homophobic with chess right like, and he tried to be like hey but ever since you, t- you two have been here have, don't I always spud you don't I always ask you how you are uh, blah 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 and he was just like complaining like this agenda's being pushed um, now whenever I go to the office all I see is LG community <laughs> 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 he was like I can't even cross zebra crossing now all I'm seeing is rainbows like fucking this- <laughs> Lady Gaga Oreos <laughs> like it was just ridiculous but then at the very very end so they stopped recording mm. uh, in quote marks but then they still keep recording and then like an argument ensues and it gets a bit heated so then a producer like steps in to like try and calm it down calm it down so then, like she's holding them back calming it down calming it down then he kind of like pushes her off of him so he can continue like getting in some guy's face mm. and this is how I know that this woman was so fake and she's no like peacekeeper or what because then as he goes to like go and have the argument instead of trying again to like stop him why does she pull out her phone and start recording <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, what? You are creating this show, and instead of you, you're get, even getting close footage. What? I was nah, like, these guys don't give a fuck. Jokers. Oh, but the saddest thing about that oh. is that I went to the comment section afterwards. Oh, no, 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 no. It was a mess. No. When <laughs> I say every comment I saw, was in favor of him and of like oh you see this is a real guy ready to stand firm on his uh, beliefs and blah 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 yeah. like this guy 
he's talking about beliefs like <laughs> anyway so it's finally time for someone to stand up to the <laughs> the, the, the violent mm. oppressive mm-hmm. leg booty community who have had their <laughs> foot on the necks of the straights for centuries Man. and have tortured them and mm. sent them to yeah mm. yeah ugh so yeah it was just an absolute mess and yeah i'm done with back chat i believe now (laughs) that is me done um and then yeah we do have a uh joint send-off that we want to get into but i'll let us uh yeah um do her thing i'll do yeah the quick quick Mm. ones um so uh just quick update on the i don't know if you guys remember um, my modelling gig from um, a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been about, I think I want to say like well over two months and mm. I still have not heard anything. So I think it's right. safe to say they did use my photo in a racist campaign <laughs> to get these niggas off the streets of Northwest London. Um, oh. So yeah, that's that. Mm. Um, sad. Um, I just want to say also um, shout out to my Caucasian friends. Mm. Um, whenever I'm wayward or like I move kind of mad, mm. I just blame them and just be like, oh, you know, like, I have white friends, like, <laughs> you know what they're like. And they've mm. always encouraged it. They've yeah. always been there for me. Mm. Um, they, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything and implicate myself on, on air, but they have <laughs> done things for me that I would not have been able to get away with, oh. um, which <laughs> I, I appreciate them. I... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> you know, oh little days. little little gifts, little treats here and there. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're just um, they they are the real allies. So um, <laughs> shout out to them. And also, yeah, they occasionally send me things from white Twitter that I don't see. Mm. So that's always fun. Mm. Um, I love my white friends. Honestly, my, my white friends are great. Yeah, yeah, real ones. We like white people. But- <laughs> It's me. I think sometimes people can get the impression that we don't like white people. I have many white friends. I love my white Most friends. Most of my friends ones, are Irish. Yeah, the ones I've selected, they are wonderful white people. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. so like they've been vetted. Like they've <laughs> yeah. been in my life for what approaching what fifteen-ish years. Mm, like mm. They're, they're they're good and so mm. um yeah thank you to you guys. Um yeah. also wanted to say uh fuck you to Scott Tobias and the Guardian for this atrocious piece of journalism they put out. Mm. Shrek at 20, an unfunny and overrated low for blockbuster animation, which rightfully so, they got flogged as they should. Mm, mm -hmm. They did. (laughs) I don't even need to get into why this is offensive and gross, but how fucking dare you? Do you know how fucking Shrek Shrek is? Nah, nah, they don't, no, no, no. (laughs) I should, my niece, (laughs) my niece is like, she's almost two. We put on uh, we put, uh, her favorite. So right now, her favorite film is um, uh, Free Willy, or she calls it Big Fish. Uh, yeah. We we put on um, the other day. I was just kind of like, oh, um, Bubba, like, do you want to do you want to watch Shrek? And mm. obviously, she doesn't want to fuck Shrek. Is, yeah. So I put it on, and um, yeah, I was like, get get him young. Mm. Like, I'm, like she now knows the word ogre. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, needs to be uncultured. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm. I have such an, an a strong emotional attachment to shrek and that's also another right. thing like me and my white friends 
again, I can't tell the story on air, but there was a certain <laughs> event that uh, we watched all four Shrek movies <laughs> during. <laughs> okay, that one I could work out. Things, <laughs> things were happening. Um, if you want to throw back to the story about ASAP Rocky, put two and two together. Um, but we watched all four Shrek movies and yeah. we are forever bonded. And we have this, and actually this is funny because um, uh-huh. again, my friend was, we, when we were talking about this Guardian headline, um, yeah. she was talking about how back in the day shrek used to be a punishment mm. um and so i found an article um so uh back in 1996 if you asked dreamworks what the studio thought of the grouchy green giant the answer would be bleak you would hear that shrek was the ugly stepchild of the studio's animation wing a movie that would never see the light of day let alone an academy award before its 2001 release dreamworks considered shrek a low budget boondoggle a project to which animators were banished once they failed on other projects according to the new book um the men who would be king yada 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 mm. um it was known as the gulag one animator told the reporter if you failed on prince of egypt yeah so basically a people who are working on prince of egypt mm. if they flopped they would be sent to the dungeons to work on shrek oh my god and days. so employees <laughs> called it being shreked <laughs> and i found that hilarious because my friends and i whenever we get fucked up we call it getting shreked, shreked. Oh, yeah. yeah that makes perfect sense yeah, well the yeah. shrekening um so yeah i just found that funny but um yeah the guardian we, we beef the Guardian, we obviously. Beef the Guardian. <laughs> Often on here, on site. <laughs> but yeah, no, fuck um, you lot for that. Nah, like this is the thing. Like, you knew what you were doing. You're being fucking mm. sensationalist. Mm. Do you know how lit Shrek is? Oh my god! One of my favorite lines from Shrek is when. <laughs> I think this is I'm Shrek having it to get into Shrek 2 okay okay yeah talk about it because Shrek 2 is but, mm. I mean, firstly when they played uh, Funky Town yes oh lit, yeah, lit yeah, scene, yeah 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 um but one of my favorite lines is when Shrek goes to meet um like the parents yeah and um you know like Fiona's like oh yeah Shrek owns his own land <laughs> and you know he's like oh yes it's a magical la la yeah. and Doug's like ah you talking about the swamp Doug ain't talking about the swamp <laughs> Nah, Eddie An Murphy. Ogre from a swamp. <laughs> Ooh, how original. Nah, that. Eddie Murphy, no. career best performance. Yeah, yeah, he bodied that role, honestly. No. Honestly. It's all oh, timeless. Timeless. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck you for that. And Ooh. then, um, last thing before we go into the joint one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned last episode that a listener recommended the film um, Promising Young Woman. Um, I just recommend you watch it. Okay. Um. So, mm. uh, without too many, spo- I mean, this is the main. Is it plot. new? Twenty twenty. Okay. This is the main plot. Like, I'm not mm. gonna. There's, yeah. there's the, yeah, I'm not gonna say like main things, but um. Mm. So basically, it's this. The main character is this um young woman, and her friend was sexually assaulted in college mm. by um. A guy or like a group of guys mm-hmm. and basically like she reported it no one did anything mm-hmm. and then she killed herself and so this woman is kind of getting revenge for that and so right. she will go out pretend to be like just super drunk super right. fucked yeah, and yeah. then whatever guy like decides to take her back mm-hmm. like she'll kind of just you know carry on the facade whatever and then as soon mm. as he tries to like put a, like they'll try and put a move and yeah. she'll be like oh no i need to go home or like oh like yeah, she'll yeah. pretend to fall asleep and then right. she'll basically let them get as far as to the end and then she'll just suddenly like what the fuck are you doing or like, right. no no not even that she'll just be kind of like mm. um just just switch up in kind of like a crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. psycho kind of way and right. they're like oh my god like you're crazy like get out just like a second ago you were trying to get me to stay yeah, so yeah, what's yeah, changed yeah. so yeah she yeah. just kind of keeps doing that but then okay. also she's like trying to do this kind of 
bigger project to get revenge on the people who did it okay, to her friend. Okay. Um, it's it's a good. I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it gave me similar vibes to Gone Girl in that I was like, right. this chick is unhinged, <laughs> but at the same time, good for her. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> she's crazy, but she has yeah. a reason to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of like I don't condone it, but I won't condemn it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would recommend. And obviously, yeah. like it it talks a lot about kind of just the culture of how we treat women who mm-hmm. have suffered, you know, sexual abuse and sexual violence mm-hmm. and how, you know, the classic thing of, you know, like, I was just a kid and I didn't know what I was doing. And, mm. you know, I was young and I had my whole life ahead of me. And, yeah. you know, we didn't want to ruin their lives. And yeah, yeah just yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah it, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a decent film. Um, yeah. It's got Levan Cox in it as well. Um, okay, cool. She plays her, like, friend. She works at right. a, a cafe. Okay. Um, but yeah, so on to the main... Thing. Um, spoiler alert for everyone who yeah. cares and hasn't watched yeah. it. I finished the finale literally as Bernie was eating dinner just yeah. now. <laughs> Some chicken wires. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm all mm. caught up. Um, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah, I mean, oh, so how do we even approach this? Do we go thematically? Do we go chronologically? Uh, Before we start, though, mm. actually. Um, and to be fair, we told you a lot to watch this, so you, you know. You had a while. <laughs> you had a while. You had a while. Um, who are your top three in terms of hotness? Oh, in terms of hotness? Yeah. Just I, three? Yeah. My, my, can I say my guesses? Yeah, go on. My guesses are, I don't think, any, for top three, mm. I don't think any of them are um, men. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. I think... <laughs> Um, in no particular order, but mm. let's just do it in order. I would say, from bottom up, Nor. Mm. Sorry, no, not no. Nor, mm. then Amber, mm. then Kylie. But I think you could mix <laughs> it around. How how did I do? You know the funny thing is, <laughs> in the first episode, Nor, Nor. was literally yeah, up. I was she gonna was say, up there. First episode, yeah, Nor. she was up yeah, there. Yeah, the more yeah, I got yeah, to yeah. know her, the more I was like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not digging yeah. this chick. Yeah. Uh, Amber is my number two and yeah. Kylie is my number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But actually, like, I'm actually going to throw a cup. Um, yeah. Remy is actually my number three. Ah, uh, okay. I think he's super cute. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, you lit. Yeah, yeah. You, you know my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, do me, do me. Paige. Okay. Um, uh, would I say Max? Wait, let me put a pin in that. Maybe uh, I'm just trying. I'm thinking who's tall and sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember all of them first of all. So if I can any of them, um, I don't think you'd be into Jonathan. I feel like he would annoy you. Okay, I'm gonna say Paige, mm-hmm. Remy, and either Justin or uh, what's his other guy's name? Um, Max. I'm trying to remember. Actually, oh wait, no, I'm just doing dudes. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna say Kylie, um, Remy, and Max. I've probably forgotten the other names, so. Okay. Yeah. Did I get any? Um, you got one. Who, who was it? <laughs> you got Kylie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd put her at number two. Mm. Paige, very close. Mm. Page, yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Um, I can see that. But my number three is actually Danny. Danny, Danny. <laughs> the geek. Oh! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be fair, see, I forgot about him. And number one, you were way off. It's Jonathan. <laughs> really? Oh, I mean, like just going off looks. 
good. Just going off looks, yeah. But I was looking at holistically personality. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I'm no, sorry. No. Uh, but also personality, actually, like he is an absolute himbo, like to the max. It's He's like, wearing those fucking shoulder pads <laughs> in the last episode. So. <laughs> like he literally came in and he was like feeling Justin. <laughs> And Justin's like, like, I feel like you're like, just like really like like complicated and like just really deep. And he's like, No, no, I'm not. no, I'm not. I'm very simple. I just, oh, he's such a himbo. But um, I mean, if I just, I don't even know how to approach this show. Like, I fucking got my life from mm, that show. Mm. I mean, let me just have a look through my notes. Um. <laughs> There's actually so much. Like, I could have done a whole episode on this series. <laughs> There's, I've actually got too many notes. I think maybe if we just talk about people. Okay. Maybe if we do it person by okay. person. Okay. So, let's start with um, Basit. Basit. <laughs> Basit is actually hilarious to me. Or at the very beginning. Because obviously, he had this instant Wait. attract. Sorry. Let me start again. And Jonathan did that as I well. I know, yeah. I know. In the... <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep it in because imagine they he, he did that in the middle of when they were beefing as yeah. well. How are you going to miss gender song when you're no. beefing? <laughs> Sorry, guys, I meant to say no. So, um, they had like an instant attraction to um, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan wasn't feeling it. And like, Basit was pushing, pushing, pushing. And Jonathan was just like, look, it's just not there for me physically. Like, mm. I'm really into Justin. And I was actually really annoyed because Justin was actually like, he made it very clear, I'm not into you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Basit actually didn't have the right to then have a go at him for not being into him. Yeah. I was like, Basit, like, actually leave him alone. Like, yeah. he said he's not into you. Like, move on. Then, like, my person is like freaking boohooing in the bathroom. <laughs> like, literally, like, people are knocking the door. He's like, leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> so they're like, leave me alone. Like, come on. Like, why? Yeah. You can, like, come on. You yeah. can't be crying over this white boy on national television like that. It's really, really <laughs> it's embarrassing, upsetting. man. <laughs> embarrassing. Um, but then I feel like they had just such a beautiful soul. Um, they had such a sweet smile. Like, they beamed and my yeah, goodness yeah, yeah. to um jump ahead when mm-hmm. it turns out that they're actually a match um yeah Basit and justin and jonathan mm-hmm. and i was actually i actually find it quite crazy the way jonathan just switched it up because i thought it was just simply a thing like i'm not attracted to you so sorry like there's nothing else that i like as a person but mm-hmm. it's just not there for me so i was actually yeah. quite surprised that yeah. he managed to like you know be like you know what i am really into you and I just feel like, I don't know, the way they revealed that like, they were a perfect match, I thought it was really beautiful. Mm, yeah, and then I, like, stand that couple. Like, Jonathan, for me, it was just, like, he he did actually have, like, a very, like, kind of dumb, vacant look on his face. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was just so pretty. And that hair. Like Basit brought, like, let that part of him did. come out. And, like, when they had the night where they were, like, and dressing did, up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, my gosh, that this one scene, like, etched in my memory, like, forever. So it's, like, after the matching ceremony. Well, I think it was, I don't know, they were all drunk. And, like, um, Jonathan is, like, laying down on the sofa. And Basit's kind of, like, on top of him, like, straddling him. And, like, they're just, like, joking around and being lovey-dovey. And then, like... Basit, like, I don't know, Jonathan must have said something, like, you know, a bit cheeky. And then, like, you know, Basit was like, oh, careful now, I'm a virgin. Yeah. And then, like, Jonathan just goes, like, I love virgin. 
and he just looked so beautiful and pure in that moment like literally oh his hair was like framing his face and I like he giggled after he's like nah, honestly like that's going to recommend reading by fire by force <laughs> it was You're so beautiful that, yeah. like yeah Jonathan oh, beautiful human being um, right. and just a bit dumb but it's like sweet it's himbo but yeah <laughs> um, but moving on who should we talk about next can we talk about Kai Kai <laughs> let's talk about Kai Kai was a problem Kai oh my I low key you know what go on I was saying this to my I was like yeah. you know what yeah if I <laughs> well obviously removing the fact that like you know that I'm African and my if like you know my yeah. there was, I guarantee my family would not see this yeah. if I was on this show yeah and I was on an island yeah. with a bunch of other people who yeah. were all sexually fluid and were yeah. all gorgeous. Yeah. I too would be a slag. I would be Kai. I would be Kai. I would the, be Kai. With the mood of Jasmine. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kai did the most, but then he also got sad about it. And like, yeah, when he got dragged, yeah, yeah. he got Jasmine's sad. Jasmine's like, I Jasmine said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I respect. I respect. Honestly, honestly, literally, yeah. the one would Kai had like two guys in one night <laughs> and stuff. And literally, I, yeah. you know, the fivesome, like, yeah. oh I, can't, like, I would be getting involved. Oh, I would. I would, I would, I would. It was so funny the next day, like, when like they revealed the fivesome, the way Kylie revealed it, she was like, yeah, yeah well, you know, something happened and, you know, some boobies might have got sucked. <laughs> they all started laughing she was like nah dead ass <laughs> and like Kylie to jump into her quickly before Kylie. we go back to Kai she's beautiful so woman gorgeous um, and she just has like the most like her eyes like they're so she just seems amused the whole yeah, time like playful <laughs> she's very yeah, playful yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. Yeah. so like even when she's trying to be serious and talk about the vibes <laughs> <laughs> And she just cracked me up. Like, I feel like for the longest time she didn't even take the thing seriously, and she's yeah, just having a good time. Literally, like Loki when she went into the um, the matchup room or whatever it's called. Yeah. I feel like she was actually like, please don't be my badge because like I'm having too much fun. Yeah, literally, I don't want to leave. she was there for the holiday. <laughs> right. Kylie also I was on her energy, and yeah. even like at the end, like she was just yeah. with Justin because like, oh yeah, she that. was just vibes. She was just vibes, but Kai respect it. He's so he, toxic oh, as well. So toxic. Him and Jenna. Oh my gosh. Jenna Mess. loved it though. Jenna she loved loved, it. She she loved the drama. She, she said it. She, <laughs> she said did. it. <laughs> In no certain terms, she said it. I love the drama. Uh, and she was living for it. Even when they were arguing, even when she was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, you know, she fucking loved it. But I can't lie, I was like, I did see the like. Like, Kai was a whirlwind, and he was just so much fun. And, like, I can imagine myself being, like, pulled into his just mess. Because he, he was yeah. just, like, a good time. Yeah, And fun. he did have, like, a nice soul. Yeah, nice like, heart. I don't think he was... He wasn't a bad person. I don't think he was. He was just, I don't think he was. You know? Um, and, like, I, I tried to... Like, at some... Like, I feel like he does kind of avoid, you know, taking responsibility yeah. a lot. Yeah, like, when yeah, they were trying yeah, to yeah. talk to him, he was like, you're just not getting yeah. up on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, you're literally, like, yelling at me. Yeah. I was like, bro. But, like, there was one line he said, I think when he, I think it might have been during the whole, like, Jenna, um, Jasmine love triangle mm. thing, where, I think it might have been, he was talking about, like, uh, Jenna and other people. He was like, you know, like, mm. with you, it's, like, emotional. With other people, it's just fun. I was like, that's such a fuckboy like to say <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start yeah, using yeah. that because I was like you know what it sounds really really fucked up but this is what I'm saying like I'm <laughs> don't let this podcast fool you that's why I say I think for my white friends for me being wayward I obviously like I would never like you know like 
you know cheat or everything or yeah. whatever but yeah. like <laughs> i do understand like if, if especially you know if you're just having fun i do yeah. understand the thing of like when i'm with you like now nah, looking at you as like a serious you know yeah, yeah, companion yeah, yeah. stuff and yeah. like you know i mean it with you I'm, I can still get with other people, but like it's not serious yeah, with them. Yeah, it's not that deep. So like, yeah, literally, and like I understand that duality, and like it sounds really fuck boy, but like mm. when he said it, I was like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know yeah. what, Kai, yeah. you are messy as fuck, you are toxic yeah. as fuck, but Loki, I get it and I love it. Like one line he even said was like, you know, like I don't mean this in like an egotistical way, <laughs> but like clearly there's a lot of people that are expressing an interest. Yeah. In <laughs> Look, I came to have fun. I came to enjoy. I don't give a heck about your perfect match. Oh my gosh. But they were like, I do not believe there was any water on that set at all. They were drunk all the time. They were always drinking. (laughs) Always. Always. I was like, no wonder they're all so fucking horny. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my God. That scene during the the party with like Justin and Amber, where they were literally like dry humping on the dance floor. (laughs) Oh, those two as well. They were super hot the, as a couple. See, yeah, I yeah. The sexual Justin, tension. I was the. I feel like the sexual Justin. tension I enjoyed the most was um between Justin and Max actually. Really? Yeah. The oh, tortured bisexual. I know he was annoying, but the whole tortured bisexual thing, I did find it kind of hot. I can't lie, it was kind of fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was also quite annoying. Like I noticed, he could not. He was a bit like too invested in the thing. Yeah, and, like, like bro, come now. No one's here to actually find love. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like what I don't get is like how they're all so like, oh well, you know, if it says we're not a match, then we have to end things immediately. And like some of them believe in the process so much. Like mm. it's like, do you actually believe this is your match? And if you know, despite whatever amazing connection you make with someone else, I think they're literally just thinking about the money and the beams. It's very confusing because like they're like, yeah. we need to sit with our right, we need to find yeah, our right yeah, match yeah. to get these beams. But like you can sit with you know whoever you think is going to be and still be having your final blah blah blah. I don't yeah, know. I, I found yeah. it. I don't know. They're I don't just know. Trying to... I, I, yeah, because I, I remember would... everyone was so dramatic after like yeah. Kai and Jenna found out they weren't a match. Yeah. Like, Are you guys separate now? Yeah. Like yeah. Like Remy was like, hey, yeah, you're Remy. Fucking up my bed. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Remy. Remy is such playing. a little bitch. <laughs> I Remy, love Remy though. Remy. He was like, I'm not really recognizing relationships. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Remy. do love Remy. At first, I was like, oh my god, he's such a shady little bitch. But I grew yeah, to love yeah, him. Yeah. And then when he was trying to pursue Paige. And she just wasn't having it. I oh, was like, oh, I love the way she was curving him. She Bibby. was curving him so nicely. I feel like Paige was like the only, at least for the first like eight episodes. She was, the, she was one like of the, the only sane person. Yeah, level headed ones. Yeah. Also, but also like fun because like you know yeah. Brandon and Aisha. Oh they, yeah, I they were. Them. Well, yeah, Asia yeah. was a bit fun. Asia was in the five. <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> and then she got her man. She yeah. won. She did. But actually, no. I would have hated to have missed the um the queer prom because the oh, queer yeah. prom yeah. like and then the fight Corniness. between Nora and Jasmine. Oh my that god. Was, and Jasmine kills I'm me. I'm sorry. Not right. Like Nora is so fake because shit. Like Jasmine. Justin's really smart, told yeah. her like you know you know where to find me yeah. you know what time <laughs> it is with me like pull up why is it every time and- <laughs> I see when I'm not there you doing all of this but then when I come around you don't want right, to post up so right. <laughs> and like she literally like nor waited until they were like 
10 bodies in between Literally. them. Then she starts popping balloons, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, why didn't... Mate, there was time when you, two, when you tried to have a conversation with literally. Jasmine. She literally went like... <laughs> in your face. And now there are 10, like, literally, these, like, freaking Danny, six foot and uh, 20. <laughs> like, freaking, you know, in between you and um, uh, Jasmine. Now you want to be piping up. Um, also, the fight between her and... The almost fight between her and Paige, which was hilarious. Paige, Paige, Paige. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, Paige she was... An interest uh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because... Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, that was... I know I hated her for that when she, like, was calling her ostrich and shit like that. Yeah, that was Paige hard. is fucking stunning. Outfits. Every yeah. ceremony, yeah, yeah. she came looking correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, no, what was really funny was, um, obviously, when Jasmine and Noah were arguing, mm. and, like, oh, Paige yeah, on her side. Page, yeah. And, yeah, but what she said to trigger her was, like... <laughs> Paige went to um, Jasmine. She was like, slap that hell. Yeah. <laughs> when Noah's like what's good Paige yeah. what's really good like um, Paige is like literally like twerking there like <laughs> yeah that did kill me Noah was also a fuck boy because I remember she again was. when she was getting she at was. Amber and when yeah. she was going on the date she's like you know don't don't kiss her or do yeah. and then she literally got with fucking who Mate, did she get Kylie. with Kylie Kylie yeah yeah, yeah. Kylie, Kylie was having so much Kylie, fun Kylie <laughs> like she was just like oh and there's yeah. the next day <laughs> She was so like, like, I'm just trying to have a good time. You know what? Let I actually stand Kylie. <laughs> Kylie. I actually stand. This is a Kylie. Kylie stand. Stand a girl. Um, oh, yeah. Dear. And like, she cried near the end, but I feel like she only cried because she thought she was going to lose the bag. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was crying <laughs> over any of these niggas. Like, I swear, like, she, oh. I did not get a, any like air of serious seriousness no. for her at all she thought the whole thing was no, hilarious I love, I love her I loved Kylie I love her uh, is there anyone we're missing out on I mean we missed out on bare people but they're not that interesting yeah. I mean Danny was yeah he was sensible very cute so um, cute I'm glad he was with Kai balanced him out yeah 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 yeah. Um, but I feel like those were the main the characters main one last thing let me just look through my to see if there's anything else do you have any feelings towards Justin no, yeah. don't feel anything towards him. Yeah, just um, just pretty. yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, everyone in the house was, uh, you know, quite. Everyone was attractive. I totally get that. But yeah, definitely the ones who stuck out for me: Jonathan, Danny, Kylie, Paige, Kai, um, Kai. Yeah, Jenna didn't really <laughs> no move anything in me. No, not me. I knew Car Carly was never going to do anything for you. Who? <laughs> the blonde one. Oh, Carrie. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, the, the Jersey. I'm not a fan of the Jersey accent. Oh, really? It's a bit much for me. So, sorry if you're from New Jersey. Um, it's a bit much for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. It was such a good time. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to watch, like, straight-ass Love can't. Island now? <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going to watch any of the other seasons of Are You Doing Well. Yeah, I no. can't, how, how are you After gonna, this, How are you no. going to top a freaking queer five stone, but you're not and it's actually hilarious because when I watched because obviously we knew the five stone was coming yeah. and when I thought about who was going to be involved I did not put me neither me neither all. wait who was the I other person I thought Remy would be orchestrating was Remy even involved he wasn't even involved I think it was all good. wait it was, it was, it was Kai, Kai, Jenna, Jenna Kylie, Kylie Jasmine Jasmine Aisha. was in it I was trying to think who the fifth one was because I knew it was Aisha and um, yeah okay it was all the black girls and yeah, then Kylie yeah, and, Kai, and Jenna and yeah. yeah so yeah that to me that was just Shit. Boobies were so <laughs> dead ass. God, no, but it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it was when Kylie was crying, which made me laugh. She was just kind of like, um, it's like, it's just so hard. <laughs> and I was, 
I was like, you know what, Han, I get it. Because there were just so many, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, different yeah, yeah, possibilities. Because yeah. obviously, yeah. like, in mm-hmm. the standard seasons with straight people, it's just kind of, yeah. you know, da, da, da. Yeah. but, like, literally all of literally, you, like, and especially feel... when all of you were so horny in the yeah. early weeks, you were just going for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they put out the bag. <laughs> I, honest. I honestly feel like some producers were like, not, not, come on. Yeah. Because there's funny. no way they were getting at the beginning. Kicked. Like they were just bare, like you know, we are representing the queer community. Yeah. And I was like, come on, it's not that deep. <laughs> but then near the end, I was like, come on, you cannot disgrace us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, you, yeah, we're like, okay, yeah, you're representing the queer community. But then when you know you're going out there, perpetuating every, perpetuating every stereotype about, about polyamory, people, yeah. about bisexualism, about pansexualism, oh you don't God. care. Then it's just vibes. You're having yeah. fun, but that's all right. That's all when right. it comes down to losing the vibe. Like, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> the community guy. <laughs> the quiz are not as good as game shows. Oh my um, god, yeah, it was I just I had a good uh, time. If there was just like a way to participate in an untelevised version, I my goodness, oh, I would love it. It just seems like so much fun. I would like, love it. and so I need to have the hottest of hottest girls summons. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has um, to happen. Okay. Like, I'm so pumped from okay. that show. But um, yeah, it was just such a good time. Uh, thank you so much. That was our listeners who put us on, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you yeah. so much to our listeners. Do you have any other recommendations of like? Yeah. I think you've probably gotten a good gist of kind of the kind of trash we're into. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, feel feel free. But I just feel like they should just like be like, you know what? We're just gonna keep it queer <laughs> because like, how can you go back? Like, what yeah. are they gonna do now? Okay, we've got straight people. It's like. <laughs> I feel like and not from yeah. like a bias perspective I feel yeah. like it's just way more it entertaining it is genuinely yeah. it is because like the possibilities are endless yeah but then I guess you have to watch men kissing each other so <laughs> that's a little weird uh, but <laughs> can so we yeah, do I had a but good yeah. time um, yeah yeah I mean if if you've listened to all of this and you're so like you know I feel like even with all the spoilers that we've put you will still have a great yeah, time listening a lot or watching that. So yeah, actually, yeah, my mate, I didn't even touch my <laughs> notes. I my notes were way too detailed. Like we're talking pages. I did it episode by episode. Oh my god! Uh, honestly, yeah, I I loved this show. But yeah, yeah, I'll stop now. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how long this episode is, but my, um, yeah, like literally. It's... Well, yeah, it took us long to record it. This is the second day of recording. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if we're still here you should still be here <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in um, oh, you usually round up I don't know yeah. what I'm doing <laughs> uh, so yeah thank you um, for listening as mm-hmm. per mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on socials at Dear Download mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok you can find me at Just S just with two T's underscore S and you can find me at Bernie Bambi. And shout out to our artist of the week. Ali Koolibaly. Um, with her tune, Long Nights. Yes, sir. Mm, so yeah, do do go show her some love. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this, you know, reunited version of the episode. Yes. And um, yeah, we will see you in a couple of weeks for some more shenanigans and good times we shall alright bye bye (laughs) oh I don't even need to do the countdown figure I can just like stop recording (laughs) (laughs) oh